I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season 6, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. I just Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Powered by Air Transat. I got stranded on the gardener yesterday. I saw that on your Instagram. So I was in a cab, uh-huh. and I was going from the Bisha Hotel downtown back up to ET Canada. Okay. Which is Don Mills and Eglinton. So I'm Would you go up- for like a quick massage or something? <laughs> no. Oh. I was there for work. <laughs> um, and we're on the gardener, and then the cabbie just starts pulling over. Yeah. And I took a cab because we have an account, right? Okay. And uh, so the cabbie just starts pulling over. And you know, like the, the gardener, there's no shoulder on the gardener. None whatsoever. But there's that one little section where you come up. So I'm going eastbound on the gardener. Yeah. And there's that one little section where it's just after the. Uh, the Jarvis-ish on-ramp. Oh, you know, okay. You know what I mean? Like, so whatever, whatever that to, is. To, to where it splits either Lakeshore or DVP. Right? You're in between that section after Jarvis? Before. Yeah, before that section. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I can still see, like, I'm still in the city, right? Sure. No, no, of course. Yeah. And so he pulls over. He's got a flat tire. And I was like, first of all, I'm like, I, like, how far can you drive in a flat tire? Like, could we could we got off the gardener? I don't know. Probably I don't, not. I, I don't know. Probably not. And Safely, people, people no. were going fast. Yeah. So he so he pulled over. And at first, I thought I had my I had my headphones in, so I couldn't hear what he was saying. Yeah. And I, at first, I thought he was he was pulling over to kick me out of the car. Like my oh. initial my initial instincts was really? just, yeah, my initial instincts was I was terrified because I thought he was just going to kick me out of the car for doing something. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. I, and he was, I had sneezed like thirty seconds before, <laughs> right? And he was like too loud. And I remember sneezing because uh-huh. and I was listening to something intently. And I remember sneezing uh-huh. and I didn't say excuse me after I sneezed. I just sneezed and I didn't want to say anything because I had my headphones uh-huh. in. Uh, so and you thought you were being kicked out for being rude? Thank you. <laughs> I thought I was getting kicked out of the man's taxi because I sneezed and I, sneezed and I didn't say excuse me, right? So at this point, my heart is racing because yeah. I'm like, oh my God, like how do I get out of this? Like I can't yeah. just stay here. <laughs> Uh, and then he, and then I take my headphones out. I'm like, what? I'm like, excuse me. And he's like, I have a flat tire. Are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, perfect. So we pull over. And uh, and I know that it's not safe to stay in a car when somebody's changing a tire. Yeah. So I get out of the car. But it's also not safe, especially no. on the gardener where there's no shoulder. Thank you. To get out of the car. But what are you going to do at this point? Right? You have to get out of the car. You have That's to get out of the car. only other option. And then... I know, and, and I offer to help him change the tire, but of course he says no, because changing a tire is a one-person job. Yeah. Two people complicates the whole process, so I just sit on the curb mm-hmm. while he does the job. And he's got one of these, like, 
you know, jacks that's not really that efficient and he's fighting with it. Oh, the can, one that comes with the car? That's oh, the yeah, hell? it's terrible, yeah, it's right? Hilarious. So he's like all pissed off at this jack. Gets Finally gets the car up, takes the tire off and goes to the trunk, gets the spare, rearranges everything on the side of the road, puts the spare on, tightens it up, starts jacking down the car, which takes forever because of the stupid jack. Gets the car down, takes the jack, puts the jack in the trunk, puts the tools in the trunk, goes to get the tire that blew. Yeah. The tire that blew is under the car. The corner of it... Oh, no! When he laid everything on the ground, he laid the corner of the tire under the car so he couldn't get the old tire out and the car wouldn't move. So then he's got to go to the trunk, get the jack, jack the car oh. back up, pull the t- pull the tire out. Did he and put the tire under the car Not on purpose. On purpose? No, no, he was just moving oh. stuff around. We didn't have a lot of room, right? Mm. We didn't have a lot of room. So he's, he's just moving stuff around. But let me tell you something about the gardener. Sure. The most terrifying aspect of all of this isn't the fact that cars are whipping by you four feet away from you doing 100 kilometers an hour. Most people don't ever get a chance to stand on the gardener when cars are moving that fast. The gardener shakes. What do you mean? It moves. Like shakes, shakes? Like it moves. It's like you're on a boat. Yeah? When you're sitting on the gardener, Okay, and cars are going by and trucks are going by. I'm telling you, it moves. It feels like you're on a boat. Like, it feels like there's not much to it. Just cars and wind. And I've never felt that before. I've never felt a road sway. Yeah. A road that's not supposed to sway. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But the point is, you're okay. Yeah. Also, when you sneeze, say excuse me so you don't get stranded on the side of the highway. The Rosin Mocha Show Podcast. So I just put Snapchat on my phone. So expect a lot of news from me, gentlemen. (laughs) Um, No, I just put Snapchat on my phone because I wanted to do the, the girl app. And I want all of the us... The filter. The filter, yeah. yeah. I want all of us to do it at the same time. So there's a, um, a filter on Snapchat now that turns men into ladies and I guess ladies into men as well. Sure. And Finally. it's shockingly wild. Like, yeah. I have seen so many examples of this and normally I'm not blown away by this stuff, but this is where I'm like, we are now living in the future, people. My sister sent me a picture yesterday of her as a guy. Yeah. And... No lie. It, it could be my little brother. Right. Okay, so. It's crazy. Gentlemen, you have your phones. Maury, you have your phone? Yes. Okay, Mocha, you have your phone, right? Hold I it do. up, man. You, you okay. good right yeah. now? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, I'm sliding over now. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. Okay. Oh, no. I Here's have gray hair. Super weird. So, <laughs> it gave me long hair, right? Oh but it recognizes God. that I'm wearing a hat, so it looks like the hair is still coming out from underneath my hat. Seriously? And it can't get rid of all of my beard, so I look like a lady with a beard gentlemen, and Gentlemen, 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 <laughs> can I just say right now that yeah. I am flipping gorgeous. Get out of here. Oh, get, you should see a, me. Hold are on, you take kidding? a picture. Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit the no, button. Are, to, you, are to, you kidding? Take a hold picture. on a second here. Maury, how do and you then look? I want to see what you look like. Well, it's funny. I look... Awesome. I'm wearing glasses and it goes like over and around my glasses. Take, take your glasses off. Okay, hold on. I'm going to do... That, you know what they say, men don't make passes at women who wear glasses, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Here, this is what I look like. I just Can took I a just, picture. My cheekbones That's are fabulous. Like. Okay. Mo- Mocha, 
you are going to be blown away. Like, I am... Here, Maury, that's what I look like. Ew! Is that oh, what thanks. You <laughs> that's nasty! You know what, though? I used to have long hair back in the day, right? Yeah. From like uh, oh. 2002 to about 2005. Right. So this kind of looks like what I look like when I had my long hair okay. that was past my shoulders. I remember when I said I was gorgeous, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, look at that. Oh, my God. Right? Oh, my God. Let me see this. Right? Like, dude. <gasps> like, oh like, gorgeous. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Like, super hot. Dude. Wow. Yeah, here, give my phone back. Come on, now. Hold Come on, on, now. Give me so hot me back. No, I'm Come on. analyzing. Give, give, me, give me hot me back. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Can I come over there and show you me? Yeah, you can come over here and show me you. Wow. What do you look like, Maury? Oh, <laughs> Maury just looks like Maury with lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, come here. Come here. Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. Well, come on. Let me take you the glasses off. Now you just like you with lipstick and no glasses. It doesn't change any of your facial features whatsoever. No, it doesn't change anything. You well, still no, look I have like cheekbones. you. <laughs> right? No, yours Dude. though, Roz? Dude. Yours, you legit look like a female. Maury, come here. Look at me. Look at how gorgeous I am. Wow, it's like it's so weird. Right? <laughs> wouldn't, you, wouldn't you date you? Yeah, in a second, dude. <laughs> I was just about to tell Catherine that it's over for us. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hello, it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on, guys? How Yo, you, Fabian. How are you, man? I'm good, you? Good, buddy. It's May 2 for a weekend gardening season. Yeah, that's true. Oh, well, hold oh. on, hold on, hold on. You're talking about gardening season, but not typical gardening season that oh. everybody else would oh, typically yeah, think of. You're both. talking about well, you're both. the you're the weed head. You're talking about harvesting what you grow, right? Both, both. Oh, both. Oh, okay. Oh, well, you're like. <laughs> oh, oh. I, I'm, a, I'm Italian, bro. I gotta grow my vegetables, you know. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So this is not weed talk here. Both. Both. Oh, Both. You know, okay, okay. I got it's outdoor season for weed and outdoor season for gardening, you know? Okay, so this what are you weekend. what are you planting this long weekend then? Okay, I'm planting tomatoes, beet, onions, uh kale, oh, good for you. and spinach and basil. Nice. And then I'm growing some pink kush, some THC bomb, um strawberry cough and wedding gelato. You say running gelato? Wedding gelato, wedding. like wedding cake. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wedding gelato. Okay, that's a what? That's a weed? Yeah. Oh my god. These names. Holy what? cow, dude. I would like the job of coming up with cool weed names. Right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I will. I would. I would. Like wizard's it would, it would toe. Be funny. <laughs> the wizard's toe. Right? Hey, Fabian, what is the most like outrageous name for weed that you've come across? That like Honestly, it, okay. as you as a as a big weed head that it even made you take a step back and be like whoa what the hell dog dog yes I swear <laughs> to God there's a, a strain called dog get out of here I swear to God and I backed off and I said that's too funky for me man wow. <laughs> so you so you haven't tried it no I won't try that that's disgusting wow. What? <laughs> What about like monkey juggler? No, there's actually purple monkey balls. Oh wow! Oh. <laughs> I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta up my game if I want to get in the weed naming business, right? Yeah, yeah. no, you gotta download the app called Leafly, and then you'll see no, all not, the strains, bro. They'll blow not, your mind. I'm not downloading any weed apps to my phone. But then, 
And then Monday, guys, I'm uh, I'm going to head to Rebel. I'm on a mission this weekend. I'm going to smoke with Snoop Dogg. Oh, you are? Oh, yeah, because Snoop Dogg's going to be in town. And uh, yeah. So Fabian emailed me, and he was like, yo, do you have any, any connections, any hookups to get access to Snoop? I want to smoke with them. Yeah. And I was like, no, like I don't even have that kind of access just to meet the guy, no. just to say hi, let alone smoke some kush with him. I got an autograph at the All-Star Weekend, so I got that close. I'm assuming I could probably try to get that close again. And all I got to do is have two cannons rolled and said, yo, let's go smoke. Wow, yeah. You think you're the only guy that's going to show up with two cannons for, Smo- for Snoop? Hey, I'll show up with my half a pound that I just grow just to give him some. Let me tell you. Let me, I don't care. Let me tell you. You better, you got to show up with a whole lot more than uh, than just weed if you want to get close to Snoop. You know what <laughs> bring, I mean? Bring that wedding gelato uh, that you yeah. have. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to bring all my gelatos yeah. that I grew. I don't, I, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> He's into food. We know that. Maybe bring some of like your your organic Brussels sprouts or something. Maybe that'll help. Exactly. Exactly. Kale. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fabian, you know we love you, brother. Have an amazing long weekend. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome, man. And you know what, man? I love you guys so much, man. If I can't hear you during the day, I get depressed. What about neon flip-flop? How about that for a weed name? Uh, How about this? I give you my word. I'm learning to make my own clone. When I make my own strain, I'm going to name it the Razamoka. Right. Watch. Okay, cool. I don't, I don't mind that. All right. Thanks, Fabian. All right, buddy. You guys have a great one. The Rosin Mocha Show Podcast. Barbecue to attend in the afternoon. Oh, yeah? Uh, and then is holiday it, uh, Monday, you gotta, 17. Is it potluck? Are they serving up everything? Uh, no, I mean, we offered to bring, like, they are hosting and they're feeding everybody. Yeah. And as guests, we always... What do you do? Do you stand there like we by had, the grill with the, like your dude friend, and you guys just like sit and watch him grill? Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny, man. When people do that, yeah, I don't mind. It's, I like it. It's so funny with guys and grills. Like I never understood why my mom. My mom was terrified of the barbecue. Like terrified of the barbecue. It was crazy. My mom cooked every meal I ever had when I was younger. My dad never even went in the kitchen. <laughs> I don't even think my dad knew how to put the kettle on. <laughs> okay, and he loved tea. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think he ever did. But man, if if anything needed to be barbecued, he did it. And I, and it was years later where I was like, why are we letting the guy who knows the least about food yeah. handle the most expensive thing we're going to eat all summer? <laughs> right? Like, the, 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 like steaks were like a real treat when I was growing up. Oh yeah. And I'm like, why are we giving it to the guy who has no idea what he's doing? We can't like, even boil water. Yeah, and not only that, but like when you get a guy behind a barbecue who has no idea what they're doing, the least amount of knowledge that they have translates into them showing off the most with their skills. Right. Hammering stuff down, flames shooting up three yeah. feet. No, you don't want Because that. that's how it's supposed to go to them, right? That's how it's that's, supposed to look. That's how it's supposed to look. That's barbecuing. Yeah. No, um... And, uh, and I'm always like, I was always a, a, a really curious as to why my mom, my mom was so terrified. And it wasn't that she was terrified of the barbecue itself. My mom was terrified of lighting the barbecue. Oh, yeah. Right? Because back the in wrong, the day... At the wrong angle. Oh, man. You have to understand, okay, I know modern technology has changed. People now have starters on their yeah, barbecues. you just hit a button and it starts. Yeah, okay, but back in the day in my house, what you had was a stack of newspaper beside your barbecue and you would turn the gas on and a lighter and you would light a, a wad of newspaper, lift up the grate and throw the newspaper and then back up three feet and wait for it to catch. We have yeah. that on our roof. There's yeah. one that doesn't work. You have to use one of those long lighters. Yeah. I won't do it. Sure, you won't do it. Won't do it. Really, huh? Yeah, no. see, I don't, it's not, that stuff doesn't bother me at all. But uh, but no, it's interesting. So you just like go to a barbecue and you just like hang out with the dude. Now, yeah. does the dude normally cook or 
is he like? No, he's a great cook. Oh, he's yeah. a great cook. Randy. Okay, okay, you're yeah. lucky. How do you make the meat not stick to the metal? What's that? Every time I cook on the roof, my meat sticks to the metal. Okay. Um, when, you, when I flip it, do you it, spray the uh, the no, grill at all with no, oil? No, no. you oh. could. I mean, I just because I put like uh, frozen hot dogs or frozen burger. When I do the frozen burgers, when I flip them, yeah. half the burger is still stuck Don't, to the metal. Yeah. See the thing with frozen Same with chicken breast. I know. See the thing with frozen burgers. The frozen burgers are really convenient, and you can throw them on the barbecue. But yes, putting a frozen burger, it's just not a good idea. Like it's just. But I love the sound when no, you drop it on. No, I know. And then you can't let those things defrost because they'll just disintegrate as soon as you put them on a grill. Yeah. Right. Like it's it's really it's really tough. So uh, is there a way to get a frozen burger to not stick? I. Yeah, like you can oil up your grill or you can, but it's going to stick. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it's going to stick. What I would do if I were you is I would get a small cast iron pan, right? And I would bring that up with you at to the barbecue and I would crank that barbecue all the way up and stick that small cast iron pan right there on the grill. And so you have a flat surface to cook a burger because that's the best way burgers are cooked. And I would just throw that burger right in that cast iron pan, let it sizzle up, flip it over, and throw it on a bun. Can I wouldn't, I even, I wouldn't even cook it on the grill. Moy looks so lost right now. Right. It's like, he's not <laughs> no. even looking at you, he's like looking past you. No, because as soon as he said bring up the, the skillet to the roof, I'm picturing in my head me in the elevator with all these other people in the elevator. I'm standing there with skillets okay. and frozen more, burgers. Okay, Maury, you think that it's more weird to have a frying pan in an elevator than a handful of frozen wieners? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, happy long weekend. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Now that uh, Game of Thrones is done, you could like fully immerse yourself in one of those tours in Croatia. Yeah, exactly. That's where they film most of it, right? Yeah, a, a lot, lot of, of it? seasons, I think like three, four, and five, so much of it was filmed in Croatia. And then they had to switch because uh, winter started coming. So they, yeah. needed, they needed it to snow. So I don't know where they did it after that. Uh, Air Transat is giving Canadians easy access to Croatia with three direct flights a week to this sought-after destination. Yeah, and you don't think about beach when you think about Croatia. Maybe you do. I I, I never did until I actually started looking into this. I always thought it was like this. freezing cold out there. Yeah, no, the beaches in Croatia are gorgeous, like spectacular. Transat has five packages to Croatia in addition to a la carte hotels yeah. and excursions, easy to plan trips that really let you, the traveler, discover the destination. Go to airtransat.com to book your trip to Croatia today. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. Uh, let's take a phone call. Hello, it's Ron Zamoka. Good morning, guys. How are you? It's Diana. What's up, Diana? I'm okay. It's my birthday today. What? Happy birthday! Thank you. What are you doing to celebrate on a Wednesday? Honestly, I just dropped my parents off at the airport because they're going to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm, <laughs> and I'm on my way back home. Oh, okay. You climb back into bed and sleep for, <laughs> for a bit? Yep. That my kids go to or my my girl go to school and I'm probably gonna do that. Nice. <laughs> well, have a wonderful birthday today. Listen, do I get a happy birthday song today from you guys? Oh, or? See, before you even asked, uh-huh. I was just gonna say, how would you like the Raza Mocha Show to sing Happy Birthday to you? Oh, of course it has to be you, Raz, and Maury because. Because then his feelings will get Good morning, Rob. All right, good morning, Why are you so grumpy? I'm not grumpy. I'm in a great mood. I got poison <laughs> ivy on my face. What do you want from me? Oh. <laughs> How happy do you want me to be? Uh, I didn't know that. I oh, just speak- literally turned on the radio, so. Speaking of which, I'm so itchy today, man. Are you? Oh, God, oh. My, my arms are just on fire right now. Did you get like a cream or anything Yeah, yesterday? I had to go to the doctor yesterday, and I, I got a cream. Don't touch me more. Don't touch me, honestly. No, no, do not touch <laughs> me. Man. 
and like, coach. He just, just finished saying how itchy he is. The last thing like, he needs is somebody dirty like you stop. going over with your greasy gonna, hands and like, touching his cool. arm. It's not like, cool. No, it's just, it's just not cool. It's just right. not cool. To help like, a friend? Sing no. happy no. birthday to Diana? I don't want to sing right now. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, Maury. come on. It's just you and I. Okay. Here we go. No, hold on. I'll oh. get involved. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let us force you. <laughs> Go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Diana. Love you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How are you, Roz? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm doing great as well. Thank you for asking. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Here's the jobs that make you the most dateable. Okay. Pay attention, Maury. Because <laughs> hey, this is a whole new world, right? Like, oh, it's a. <laughs> Because with social media, and especially things like Tinder, they're able to now track this stuff sort of definitively. But it doesn't mean that you have to tell the truth on your profile. Okay. No, of course right. not. Whoever has. Right. <laughs> what do you, why do you have a profile? I used to. You met Matthew before. I know, but like before that. Before that, you were on what? FaceTime. FaceTime? FaceTime? Face- yeah. FaceTime was a dating thing. Really? Like a yeah. oh, like a computer one, not an app based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A like one. like uh, like plenty of fish. And yeah, 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 and and J date, J date, and oh. what was the big one? Lava life. Lava <laughs> Were you ever on lava life? life? No, no, because they didn't at the time have like a boy to boy section. Oh. To, oh. Can you M4M. say man, man to man? <laughs> yeah, say, <laughs> that's funny. That's, that's a weird. <laughs> yeah, it's a like, weird way to say. You know, that. we have police officers that listen to the show, right, Mark? Yeah, don't say yeah but boy it's to different boy, in my man. world. Come on, jeez. Um, Okay, well, what about so, your grinder profile? You still got that? I never have. Oh, okay. Oh, a new like survey. Okay, so oh, this is grinder. okay. So the people who did this survey was eHarmony. Oh, okay. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah, because they're the eHarmony's still kicking around, huh? Oh, dude. I remember the eHarmony commercials because it was all. It, it, to me, eHarmony always seemed like the place where, like, if you were fifty, like a widower, uh-huh. you could go and find love because the commercials for eHarmony were never like. The young spry no, but now they have year special olds. dating ones for people that are old. Really? Yeah. yeah. You uh, know. So, <laughs> talking to you. eHarmony, as single people, what jobs make a, a person uh, relationship material? Lawyer. Okay, so here's the top, uh, here's the top five. Or okay. do you want the, here, here, okay. I'll give you more than the top five. I'll give you the top ten. Uh, doctor or nurse? Is that number ten? Teacher or professor? Veterinarian, firefighter or cop, engineer or architect, lawyer, computing and IT. Wow. Artist or designer, office worker, and writer. Writer, really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Right. Uh, because people, they, they think like there's, some, there's some like a yeah, romantic intellectual notion sure. about writers, even though you're doing a blog about floor cleaners. And how's, <laughs> you know how's what I mean? firefighter <laughs> not number one? <laughs> <laughs> I would be very interested to read that blog. You know what I mean? Like, you're still a writer, yes. Yeah. Right? Uh, the uh, the job that's the biggest turn off is a politician. 
Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Lying through your teeth. Uh, the survey also found that food is very important when it comes to dating. 34% of people say that it's important for someone to like going out to restaurants. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Yeah? What, of just course. ordering Uber Eats and sitting at home doesn't count? No, because I don't think that that is. Nobody wants to. People do that on their own, right? Yeah. People are sad and bored on their own where they just sit at home and watch Uber Eats. People want to go out. That was my they, first they ever want date you, with Matthew was ordering food. Yeah, and, and look know. at how much of an exciting marriage you guys have. He <laughs> 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 uh, must be thinking, man, I bagged me a real one. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. All right. Yo, Prince Ali is in the building! <laughs> uh, What's up? Soon, yo, what's on going in. on, bro? How you doing, man? How you doing? <laughs> Aladdin in theaters today. My brother, welcome home. Thank you, man. Thank you. It's good to be here. How does that feel? It's great, man. It's great. It's about to rain. Classic <laughs> Toronto. It's about to thunderstorm. But hey, it's going to be 30 degrees today. Is it? Yeah, man. Oh, wow. All right. Um, Glad I wore five layers today. <laughs> How long has it been since you've been home in Toronto? Uh, I came back in April to uh, do a quick project, but I moved. I moved at the beginning of 2017. So the story goes, and I just heard this. Were you living in a closet like not that long ago? Yeah, and when now I you're touring the world. <laughs> when I moved to LA, when I first moved to LA. I needed to, you know, pace out the money that I had saved. How much was that? Not a lot. Not a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I was Wait, like, not a lot Canadian or not a lot U.S. Not a lot U.S. Okay. Yeah, not a lot U.S. <laughs> I should have converted my money <laughs> ten years ago when the conversion rate was good. But yeah, I, I was there for a few months until I booked uh, Jack Ryan. But uh, yeah, I was living in a closet. So does this feel like? Oftentimes, people say when they're in your position where it's all happening that you sort of knew that this was going to happen. Like, you, when you see you on the red carpets and you're with Will Smith and you're in this gigantic movie, did you know that this was going to be you? It was only a matter of time? Like, are you that positive thinker? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know if I knew it would happen this quickly, but I definitely was like, you know, I'm going to die trying. Yeah. No matter what it takes. I think that's kind of the mentality you have to have when you're an artist. Can you describe to us and everybody listening right now what it was like day one filming you're in costume you step out onto the set whatever your first scene that you were filming was for Disney's Aladdin uh, we started in the Icelandic tundra actually so we we oh, rented you, just, you just did air quotes one? you yeah. just did air quotes so, yeah, yeah. So. Well, because you mean you weren't there because <laughs> we rented out a ski lodge okay. Okay. like this whole indoor ski lodge and we shot there it was pretty surreal but honestly man I didn't have time to really think about anything I got cast on a Wednesday I had to fly to London on the Friday and then basically had to start prep for everything so like dance rehearsals stunt rehearsals vocal rehearsals all yeah. that and by the time we got to shooting I was already burnt out <laughs> oh, no no I, I had to pace myself but but yeah and it was quick the story with this was I know when the casting was going on the, the headlines were that they saw a ridiculous amount of people yeah for this role yeah apparently. What, what was the number what, what number did you hear I heard the number that everybody 2000 2000 was wow. the number I heard and I don't what know. number were you 2001. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you when you got the phone call saying, well, you got okay, the gig. so this is what happened. Not a lot of people know this story. Um, I was on the set of Jack Ryan. Yeah. They were having a hard time finding someone. One of the producers, Jonathan Eyrick, saw a photo of me on the set of Jack Ryan and was like, well, who's that guy? Like, do we have a tape for him? 
and that's how they found my tape. But my tape wasn't had been Because they were watching Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah. from the office. <laughs> 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 no, I don't know how that photo came up. But that that goes to prove, like, but had you, you done a tape? Know. Had you yeah, done? Yeah, yeah, I had did. done a tape and it, and four just, months earlier. Oh, and it just sat there until somebody wow. saw you, being like, "Where's that guy's I'm, tape?" Yeah, I'm pretty sure it sat there for four months. Yeah, wow. Yeah, because we didn't hear for four months. So when I started hearing back, I was like, "What?" What are you talking about? I'm on Jack Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm standing next to Jim from the office and right so now. And so did you know, like, did you know that, like, was Will Smith already attached to this? Or yes. no? So he was. Yeah, yeah. They were actually, rumor has it that if they hadn't found someone in the next couple of weeks, they would have canceled it because Will was going to go on and move on to his next project. Really? Or whatever. Oh, wow. Because, you know, Will Will has a project, he's two or three projects you lined up. save the movie? That's what they tell me. <laughs> no, that's a story you need to go with, dude. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, say it with me. I saved the movie. <laughs> it would not have happened. <laughs> and did you think that you were going to have to be shirtless the whole movie? Because that's the way... No, I mean, uh, I was definitely prepping for that. I at least thought I was going to get, like, a shirtless scene. Yeah. You know, just one scene. I actually talked to a guy about it. I was like, you know, maybe in, like, reprise number two, he's really sad. He comes in, just takes off what? his shirt, maybe. Like, we were just sad and shirtless? <laughs> maybe he was like, what if I'm just, like, really sad but also half naked? What about that? Like, I think that's good way to connect. And guy was like, no. No. Yeah. Uh, Masood is here at Disney's Aladdin and is in theaters today. What was it like working with somebody like Will Smith? Were you starstruck the entire movie? Uh, well, you know, I had come off working with John Krasinski and I was watching The Office, so I was a little starstruck when I met John. I was a little starstruck when I met Will, but you get over it pretty quickly, I think, because yeah. also they're both very down-to-earth, humble people, so they don't make you feel like they're stars. I'm sure there are actors in Hollywood that yeah. make you even more nervous because they act like they're, you know, stars, but, yeah. you know, those two definitely don't. Do you guys text? Yeah, we text. We have a group chat. Who's in no, the group chat? Who's in the group chat? <laughs> Me and Naomi and Will. Uh, yeah, what do you guys talk that's about? A pretty exclusive. Group uh, chat. We we had it for press, you know, for press, just talking about stuff with press and yeah. checking up on each other, things like that. Were you a singer, or what was your singing like prior to starring in Aladdin? Uh, you know, I hadn't done a lot, so I went to theater school. I went to Ryerson uh, yeah. theater school for four years, and we did a little bit of everything. You know, the uh, singing, dancing, clown, comedia. Del- you know, we did a little bit of everything, but I definitely. We had to like take it up the next ten notches for this. Yeah, um, you you went to Ryerson. You grew up around here. You've heard this show before. Yeah, dude. Yes. I okay. grew up. I grew up uh, listening to this show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, man. Dude, thank you so much. Yeah, dude. So, are you, you guys still on the subways? <laughs> we are. Yeah. 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 See. <laughs> See. <laughs> okay. So you know, you know, damn it, Maury, not the best singer. Yeah. Right. So, uh, Maury, you want to come in here for one second? Maury would yes. love you can now. You can choose to join or not join. That okay. is completely for the love up to join. you. Okay. It is completely. I'm, com- I'm, I'm saying hi to your dimples, not you. Yeah. <laughs> many, many, <laughs> many people love the uh, the opportunity to be creeped out by Dama Maury. By the way, so <laughs> congratulations <laughs> on fulfilling a childhood dream. Aladdin, and now this. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, we have Maury has the lyrics for a whole new world. As of I course. said, as I said, you do not have to participate. Maury could should. serenade you. 
but that may be even more weird. Yeah, it's so uh, early in the morning. Okay, you do not have to participate. Maury, do it. feel free to take on uh, all singing duties, Maury. Oh, my God. Okay, but, By the uh, way, Amina Masood is here. He plays Aladdin in Disney's live-action Aladdin, which yes. is in theaters today. And damn it, Maury... If you're I don't play ahead, Aladdin. Right. <laughs> you could. Attempt to sing. You're ruining my life right now. The world-famous A Whole New World. We're starting from the top. <laughs> this, is where you, this is where you go, do you trust me? Yeah. Now, if you want to yeah, pass, right. pass to Maury, okay? Just no, say no, pass. No, no, you're okay. used to, You kick us in. Okay. okay. I want to hear me? I want to hear what I'm working with. Okay, good. Okay. Do you trust me? I'm not doing the scene with Maury. you. Maury. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're missing all the singing cues. Okay, okay. I can show you the world. Okay. Shining, shimmering splendor. Tell me, princess, now where did you last your heart decide? Oh, wow. Not even getting the lyrics right. <laughs> I can open your, your eyes. eyes. Take you wonder, wonder by wonder. wonder. Oh, my God. He's singing along. <laughs> Over sideways and under on a magic no. carpet ride. Please do this part with me. No. A whole new Oh, gosh. All right. A new fantastic point of view. No one to tell us no or where to go or say we're only dreaming. I do got to say, you... You do attract all the attention to yourself, which is, uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, listen, man, you are the best. Congratulations on everything. Thanks, dude. You will not find two more people in the city who are more proud of you than uh, than me and Mocha. Free. Maury, well, yeah. Princess uh, Maury as well, yeah. Princess yeah. Maury. You got to get them T-shirts made, man. But honestly, we're all congratulations thank you, on man. everything. Disney's Aladdin in theaters today, and uh, thanks. Thanks, guys. Ross and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Ross and Mocha got you. Hello, Jazz. Hi. How you doing? Good, how are you? Good. How old are you, Jazz? I am 25. All right, let's get into uh, what it is you sent to us for Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Uh, you wrote us this, Roz and Mocha, uh, Fix My Life. First of all, I think you're hilarious and I love <laughs> the three of you guys. Now, I've been with this guy for over a year and he's been telling me that he wants to marry me. But then I found out he's saying the same thing to this other girl. I confronted him and he turned the whole situation on to me. How did he do that, Jazz? Obviously, you're crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. You know what? For a split second, I thought you were serious. The look on your face. No, but I, gar- I guarantee that that's what he said, right? Yeah. Okay, so basically yeah. what happened is we've been dating for like a year, and for, for the past four months, we've been on and off, right? Okay, sure. And I told him, like, I need to know where this is going, so, like, I, I, I want to know what's going to be in the future, if you're in my future or not. And he told me, yes, you are. Like, I want to marry you. And he even spoke to his mom about it and everything. And then two days later, his phone pocket dials me. And I hear him with another girl saying, oh, I want you to meet my mom, not this other girl, blah, blah, blah. And she fully knows about me, too. But, like, that's Oh, the girl that he's cheating on you with? She knows that he's in a relationship with you? Yes. Uh, does he... Con- yeah. So you consider the two of you in a relationship. Does he consider the two of you currently in a relationship? He does. He does. Okay, cool. And uh, so obviously there's trust issues, correct? 
Yep. As there should be. Uh, do you think that these trust issues are something that you, A, uh, think could be repaired or B, even want to repair? To be honest, that's what I'm really confused about. Um, I don't know what to do at this point. Yeah. And like when I confronted him about it, yeah. he was just like, at yeah. first I'm like, oh, like, what do you want to do? Like, you're, I fully heard you with this other girl. He denied everything, of course. Yeah. And then eventually he like, he said, okay, yeah, because he realized that I heard the conversation for yeah. seven minutes before Seven he hung minutes. up. Damn. Uh, so exactly. yeah, so he lit you up like the 4th of July girl, right? Yeah. Like he, he turned it all on you. <laughs> okay, hold on. Jazz, Pretty I well. know what the answer is, yes. okay? I already we know what I, what, what I want to say. Ros knows Go what ahead. he wants to say. And everybody Go listening ahead. right now knows uh, what the answer is, okay? Mm-hmm. What we need yeah. to know from you right now, Jazz, this guy that is cheating on you with the next girl, is this the man for you? Is this the guy that you want to spend the rest of your life with, even though he's spitting these these lines that he wants to marry you at some point? Is this guy that you're going to be able to trust? You're going to be able to wake up to every single day, look at him and say, this is the man of my dreams. I trust him. I love him. And I'm so happy to be with him. I don't know. Like no. before. Okay, all yeah, of the, the, answer no. the answer is no. The answer is no. Uh, the answer is no. And we'll, t- we'll tell you why. Because you're in it so deep that you are now rationalizing just how crazy this whole thing is. So it's not like your boyfriend was at a bar and made out with another woman. It's not like you found uh, Tinder on your boyfriend's phone. Your boyfriend who says to you, I love you and want to marry you is so in deep with some other woman. He's also saying, I love you and I want to marry you. This isn't cheating. This is double life stuff. Exactly. And the crazy thing is, is that I don't think he's known her for that long. I feel like while we were on our break is probably when he met her. Okay. The guy's not for you. Listen, he's living a double life. He's double lifing you. I know. Okay. Like I'm surprised. Like, does he have a, did you find, did you find a fake mustache in his wallet that he wears when he's with this other girl? <laughs> <laughs> right? The wallet that I bought him. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh here we go. <laughs> Take back the wallet, Jazz. Uh, Yo, just dump his ass. Dump his ass. Yeah, Get rid of him. J- you don't need him in your, in your life. Yeah. Hit, Trust me, that's exactly what I wanted to do nah, yesterday. Jazz, but, like, hit, re- hit reset on this whole thing. On and nah, I listen to it. Listen, okay. And don't, even, and don't even feel that bad about this. Okay? Yeah. Don't, don't. I don't think yeah. she will. No. I Listen to you, the way you're speaking about this situation, Jazz. I think you will have no problem getting rid of him and moving on with your life. See, that's the problem because, like, I seem so, like, happy on the outside, but then when I actually sit down and think about it alone, like, it kills. Believe me, as somebody else who also is happy on the outside and dead on the inside, I can tell you oh my that... God. <laughs> 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 on tomorrow's Rosamoga FML, we'll be speaking to Ros. Uh, no, no, listen, you're, you're, gonna, you're, gonna get, you're gonna get over this. Now, I will, I will say this because maybe we can turn this into a learning moment. I don't want to get all Justin Trudeau on you here, but maybe there's something we can we can learn from all of this. And and are there any pieces of advice that you can give to the audience right now as far as what are the signs that you missed that maybe you now put together after the fact that your boyfriend was living a double life? The signs that I missed were that he were uh, the previous relationships he told me about, he kind of put all the blame onto his ex-girlfriends and always had excuses to break up with them for basically no reason. And I totally missed that. I should have caught that. But Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. it is what it is. Mm -hmm. You'll be better without him. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Okay. Thanks, Jazz. Thank you so much. Love you guys so much. I listen to you guys every single day. I love your podcast and Maury's hilarious. (laughs) 
Jazz and Mocha's Fix My Life, only on KISS. Yeah, and this will be a spoiler-filled show, so if you didn't get off your ass and watch Game of Thrones on Sunday or yesterday, that's on you. Yeah. It's literally, it's still trending right now. As it should be, because it, like... A lot happened. Yeah, it has made me angry. I didn't like it. A lot? You're, no, you're not the only one from no. the reaction. And I don't watch the I show. I like it. And I don't understand who the characters are, or, yeah. like, I, don't, I didn't invest the time, but I understand the fandom. Yeah. And the one common thing that I was reading all over Twitter uh, is the fact that everyone's, like, disappointed. A lot yeah, of people are disappointed. But, I, but here's the thing is that I don't know if it would have been a better show had it ended the way that I wanted it to end. Like, I don't know. I just, you sort of have it in your head the way that you would like things to, the way you would like it to go. And when it doesn't go that way, you get angry. But I don't know if I'm angry because it turned it into a bad finale or if I'm angry just because they didn't get my way. Like, I'm torn on that. Mm. Like, I don't know. Like, a half of me is like, no, it was it was a terrible finale and I don't like it. But then the other half of me is like, I don't like it because I didn't get my way. Poor choices versus, versus me being selfish. So you being selfish is a lot of what I saw on Twitter. Yeah. Everybody but, else felt but, the same way. But I'm leaning towards that it was just a bad ending. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it wasn't, it wasn't great because they, so much of the last 10 years or nine years, whatever it's been, that you invested in this show, all these plot lines with resurrection and prophecies and relationships and storyline. Like, when you got to the final episode, none of that mattered. Uh, is it also because this season of Game of Thrones is beyond what the books are? Or where the books yeah. have been written, so yeah. they were forced to oh, no, essentially write the rest of the book. Yeah, no, no, no. This season and the last season, I believe. Um, but yes, I mean, there's there's that too. But I mean, but George R. R. Martin has said who wrote the books that he, you know, can't wait to break people's hearts and crush oh. their spirit. <laughs> oh wow! Was so he I don't writing know. This yeah, the, it's the last supposed to be seasons, out. It's yeah. supposed to be out years ago. But what are you going to do? Okay, but no, there's no, 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 not the books, but these uh, seasons of the TV show. Was, was he, he writing or was he helping to? No, I believe steer that they, them in the right direction. I believe they talked to him, but yeah. I don't know. He wasn't how, like a consultant. No, I mean uh, I'm sure, but but how much say he actually has? I don't. I don't actually know. Uh, but no, it wasn't. It wasn't great. I mean, there was a couple of great scenes, but you know. It all, like the kid in the wheelchair, Bran. Spoiler alert. Just gets everything. What do you mean? And he was my least favorite character in the whole oh, show. Yeah. Gets the girl and all that? No, he doesn't get the girl. He gets oh. the throne. Well, oh. they, they burnt the throne. He, he gets, he's just going to sit in his wheelchair where the throne once was. Oh, damn. I guess. So the chair is the throne. And then they banish John. And then, like, I can go on about like the, the, the things that really drove me nuts. So Jon Snow killed Daenerys, spoiler alert, right? Yeah. And then the dragon was there. So much of this season happened off camera, and there's assumptions to be made. But the assumptions that need to be made for the things that happened off camera are so pivotally important yeah. that I can't believe that this the stuff happened off camera. So Jon Snow kills Daenerys. Okay. And then the dragon is like trying to wake her up, doing like a nudge, like what dogs do sure. when their owner dies. And then the dragon freaks out and burns the Iron Throne. 
No throne for you. No throne for you. And then the dragon picks up Daenerys and flies out a window and just leaves. But Jon Snow is there alone. And so nobody knows that he killed her. Oh. So, and then all of a sudden at the end, he's like arrested and they're going to kill him. But I'm like, if nobody knows that he killed her, why not just say her dragon went crazy and burned the Iron Throne? Obviously, as you can see, the dragon burned the Iron Throne, killed her and then flew off with her dead body. That's why all this blood is around here. So, like, did he confess? And if he confessed, that's a pretty bloody important plot point to put on camera. You don't just assume that there was this moment where he confessed. It's wild, man. You're not the only one. But we will get into even more. Oh, I thought we were getting into it. I'm so sorry. (laughs) 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 The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Shem, who works here on the Roz and Mocha Show, went out to a place in Toronto called Earl's Court Barbecue, where for the past six episodes, they've been showing the season. And the owner, I guess, is a huge fan of Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and has to work on Sundays at the restaurant. Right. But he's also a big Game of Thrones fan. So he got HBO in the restaurant just so he can watch That's it. So smart, man. I, so I used to watch it. I used to, go to a, uh, I used to go to a bar that played X-Files. Every Sunday really? night. Yeah. And it was packed and it was only people there to watch X-Files. Oh, can I also say? Yeah. Remember a couple of weeks ago I said, hey, why doesn't a movie theater show Game of Thrones this last season? Yeah. They would make a killing. Sure. And you said, well. Because it's pay. It's HBO. You have to pay yeah, for pay it. Yeah, you pay for it anyway at home. Yeah. HBO. Nobody's going to go to the But I don't know the like, what the rights with stuff like that is. You know Scotiabank Theater in Toronto? Yeah. On Sunday? Sold out a theater? Did they? To show really, the last yeah? episode of Game of Thrones, incredible. Uh, so this is Shem at Earl's Court last or on Sunday talking to Game of Thrones fans to hear what they thought of the last episode. It ended well. I'm glad that we killed that evil. But I really wanted Tyrion to be the king. You, you sound a little underwhelmed. I'm glad that it's over. It came to a close, and I feel uh, like everything was resolved. I'm just not super happy with the way that it turned out. Uh, okay, so what would you have changed if you could have changed anything? Uh, more death. Oh, I thought the dragon was going to eat Jon Snow, though. But yeah. the dragon didn't eat Jon Snow, which is kind of sad. Um, I laughed. I cr- I'm still a little bit teary-eyed. Okay. I'm a little not happy with some of it, but overall pretty happy. Okay, what weren't you happy with? I'm not into it, but I also understand, you know, I was very happy with, you know, my girl was Sansa this whole time. Yeah. Very happy with that. Out of 10, what are you giving that series finale? I, honestly, I give it an 8. I love the story. I love the characters. Even if I don't, I don't I'm not interested or I don't, I'm like, why? I still know it's Yeah, very mixed. I mean, there there was nothing they could do right because they were basing it on stories that had stopped getting written, essentially. So they had to make it up on their own. And and I think the the change of of direction of, of writing talent for the last season was a, a huge loss for the show. Ooh. Was there anything about tonight's wow. episode that really made you uh, get any sort of closure as a Game of Thrones fan? I was really glad that Jon Snow got reunited with Ghost. Walking away from Ghost the way he did in the past oh. couple of episodes was was not something it's that a, dog. a good dog owner would ever do. Are you happy? <laughs> Or are you sad that Game of Thrones is done? I'm happy because I don't have to have to wait one year or two years <laughs> to see what happens. So I'm glad all of this drama is done. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
All right. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Still trending everywhere is Game of Thrones and their series finale on yeah. Sunday night. Yeah. Question. Yeah. Was there a mistake again, or was it a Photoshop picture? No, I think, they, I think somebody found a water bottle in one of the shots. Monday, I saw somebody post, uh, they screen grab. Yeah. There's a water bottle. Yeah. In the show, yeah. left in one of the shots. So yeah. that wasn't like a hoax. No, no, no. That no. really happened. Sure. Yeah. And then somebody else on Twitter pointed out that one of them gals on Game of Thrones, when she went to like pick up a sword or something or a rock, I don't know, she had like a French manicure and people uh, were freaking out over that. Like, how's she going to have a French <laughs> manicure? I don't know. Listen, if you're going to start getting into the fingernails uh, before we dissect all the plot points, we're going to be here all day. Uh, damn it, Maury had never seen Game of Thrones up until this season and took on the mighty task of reviewing every episode. This is torture. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine how it would be, Maury, if, if you're somebody like me that invested nine years into this thing. Bro, yeah, two, but, two but, days later, Maury chose, mad. <laughs> you chose to do this. I know, I know. Okay, so has your opinion changed before we get to your, your final what, review? Crap? Of okay, no, it's never mind. Oh, okay, wow, wow, dang. <laughs> All right, spoiler alert. Here's David Maury in <laughs> Game of Thrones recap. People are rummaging and walking through piles of dead bodies left behind from last week's dragon attack with fire. Mm -hmm. Actual skeletons are leaning against walls. Back outside, there are tons of men on horses lined up holding what looks like the tool to play scoop ball. <laughs> Jon Snow is walking past them all towards a long, high staircase. At the top is the blonde queen, and everyone is cheering for her. She says, Koi, koi, short guy, ah, geez, shotgun of gay animal, an, an, malaria, malaria, which translates to something, something, something kingdom. Basmati potatoes, Brazil nuts, which translates to something about wheels. What? Yeah, I don't know. Peter Dinklage takes off his special button and throws it off to the side in disgust. <laughs> and the blonde queen says, take his cacas. The blonde queen finds the famous metal chair, and it was the only thing not destroyed like magic. She, was, uh, she touches the chair and smiles and sits down in the chair. Jon Snow approaches, and she was told as a little girl it was made of a thousand swords, fallen enemies. So many swords can only see the acorns on their feet or something. And then <laughs> they kiss again. And Jon Snow says she is always going to be her queen now and always. And then she falls to the ground and blood is coming out of her mouth and nose. She just died. How? From a kiss or the knife in her? Did she kill her? Why? A distant dragon makes sounds as though it knows she is dead. <laughs> the dragon then sets the chair on fire and melts it so no one can have it and they carry her away under a tent in the sun the senior people are uh, tasked with picking a new ruler a king or a queen and Peter Dinklage is asked who he suggests and he suggests the boy in the wheelchair and everyone agrees the boy in the wheelchair is the new king and Peter Dinklage is appointed as his aide in the first meeting of the new rulers they were deciding on rebuilding the brothels we then no. see <laughs> we then see a crown being placed on the red-headed queen as she takes the throne as queen of the north and Jon Snow goes away in a horse the end yeah Bran the Broken Game of Thrones everybody <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast you just heard Damon Mori's recap of the series finale of Game of Thrones yes and he's been dreading watching 
<laughs> week after week. This last season, know, as we somebody ruined, we ruined Maury's spring. Who has never watched <laughs> Game of Thrones ever? So, his husband Damon Matthew is never in the room when Maury's watching Game of Thrones, right? Because Matthew's not a big no, you know, he's never seen it either. Fan, right? But Damon Maury, after Sunday's episode, so excited that it was over. Yeah. Wanted to share the news of what happened. He spoiled it? He spoiled it. What if Matthew wanted to watch it? It's Did all Matthew, on demand. He doesn't want to. Oh, he uh, doesn't want to watch it. Oh, okay. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Matthew, what? Can I lie next to you? I have something in my eye. I don't know what happened. Do you want to hear how Game of Thrones ends? Not really. I don't even know how it started. Okay, well, there's the blonde queen and Jon Snow. I only know one blonde queen, and that's Madonna. The blonde queen and Jon Snow, I think they're, like, related or something, but they always make out. And then, so, like, Jon Snow then, like, kisses her, and I guess while they're kissing, he stabs her, and then she falls to the ground, and a dragon comes to, like, take her away and blows fire on that, like, chair throne thing and melts it. What? That chair's real? I thought that was just, like, I thought it was a prop to promote the show in stores or something. Okay, but then they were tasked <laughs> to find a new leader. I, I don't know any, any of this. I don't, like, what do you mean? This is the ending? Yes. <laughs> then everybody decides to appoint the boy in the wheelchair as the new king. <laughs> I don't care. I don't know what they're the king of, what they're ruling, what they're leading, where they're going. Oh, I don't know. And there's dragons. I, I, that I don't get either. Every time we turn on that show, all I heard and saw was fighting. Fighting, 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 fighting. <laughs> no dialogue, just fighting. Yeah, but now... Oh, and I'm upset now that just because <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Oh my god, Grumpy Cat died. What? Yeah. No. Yeah, I just got the I just got the alert. Oh, hold on. Hold on here. Man. Let's have a moment of silence real quick for Grumpy Cat. <sighs> okay, let me read you this. This is sad. That play? wasn't that wasn't a long moment of silence. But no, I, I know. Okay, we, well, the alarms are gonna start going off if we don't talk. Okay, though. just two seconds. Ready? Okay. Yo. All right. Cool. Okay. Cool. Uh, they say, we are unimaginably heartbroken to announce the loss of our beloved grumpy cat. Aww. Despite care from top professionals, as well as from her very loving family, grumpy encountered complications from a recent urinary tract infection that unfortunately became too tough for her to overcome. She passed away peacefully on the morning of Tuesday, May 14th at home in the arms of her mommy, Tabitha. Uh, besides being our baby and a cherished member of the family, grumpy cat has helped millions of people smile all around the the world even when times were tough her spirit will continue to live through fans everywhere grumpy's family tabitha brian and crystal oh, man. Um, that let me tell you something if you're a cat owner this whole urinary tract infection stuff is the real deal and it, and they don't tell you about this when you own a cat and for the most part it's caused by the food they eat oh i didn't know that yeah um dry food and the dry food you sort of buy at the grocery store and We've gone through it now in our house three times, or th yeah, three times. Oh, and, it's the same thing. Yeah, and and once it was my cat Fig, and it really affects boy cats more than girl cats. Girl cats are susceptible to it, but it really it really does a number on boy cats. And they develop crystals in their bladder, and literally they can't pee oh. because everything is crystallized, and yeah. then they just sit there trying, 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 trying to 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 pee, and it eventually just kills them. Yeah. 
And so Fig went through this about four months ago. And the thing that we knew is that a cat can live like 48 hours without peeing, mm-hmm. right? I think that's what, I think that's what they, had, they had said. So literally I was up, Catherine and I were up 24 hours a day with him. We were like working in shifts yeah. for two weeks uh, to because we had to just follow him into the litter box and then just stand there and just like pray for pee, right? Yeah. And then if we got like one little tiny, tiny, tiny drop is when you restart the clock to 48 hours. Gotcha. So meaning he can survive another 48 after he pees and then we would get like almost right to the end and he'd be super lethargic and everything else and then finally he would pee and then we're like, okay, start the clock again. Um, but it's terrible. It's terrible yeah. and they and they don't tell you. So if you are a cat owner- Could they I would, take like, is there like medication or uh, can you yeah, give them anything there, there for is, it? There's medication. They can put a tube in them, they can, but they just keep crystallizing. Like once the yeah. crystals are in them, they as they work their way out, they sort of glom together, right? Like no, you but can, there isn't like any uh, anything that they could you can give them that will liquefy no, no, those crystals. No, oh. the the surgery that's involved is is pretty much like a gender reassignment surgery. Oh. Like they have to like move his wiener hole over and then so he has like no wiener anymore yeah. he just has like a thing like a, a place to pee kind of thing and i'm like i don't want to do that to the poor guy yeah. right but that it's was already in enough pain yeah that was the next step was Aww. to do was to do that surgery but if you are a cat owner i will say this on the heels of grumpy cat passing away because uh, i met grumpy cat and she was wonderful and she sounded real sweet um learn everything you can about urinary tract infections for your cat because it is the most important thing and it always comes as a surprise to cat owners yeah and every single cat owner that i I know uh, always says the same thing, which is why the hell didn't anybody tell me this? Mm. So do yourself a favor, look at the food you're giving your cat, learn everything you can about um, what foods are most likely to cause urinary tract infections uh, in your cat and then what foods you should be giving your cat. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Gas prices are going up to like a buck 32 tomorrow. Oh! So perfect for the long weekend if you're heading up to the cottage or whatever, traveling in and around town. But it is uh, a buck thirty-two tomorrow morning, maybe even tonight. So I was talking to a guy that has a big like two fifty that he drives to work every day, mm. and he pays a hundred dollars every day and a half for gas. <gasps> day and a half, yeah. <sighs> Man, because <laughs> all he does is drive, and it's just all like long. He's in, just all day. He's in the truck. Ah, uh. yeah. It's a lot of money, man. It's a lot of money. Yeah. What is gas much. right now? Right One, now is like 129. And what is it going to be tomorrow, you said? 132. Oof. Actually, I passed a place this morning that was 125. I don't yeah. know how that happened. What's that website? Isn't there a website that tells you where the cheapo gas is? Oh, uh, Gas Buddy. Is that what it is? GasBuddy.com? <laughs> gas Buddy. Yeah, dude. You know, I love people when they're like, I'm going to start a website where I'm going to tell people. What the gas prices are? I call it gas buddy because I'm your gas buddy, man. Uh, I'll tell you one thing though, yeah. Because you know, anytime like a story like this happens, you're always encouraged to, or the city will always say, "Hey, everyone, you know, use public transit. Use public transit." Yeah. To get around around town. Yeah. But sometimes using public transit, and I nothing against public transit, but you know, on a long weekend, I don't agree with. Things like a line being shut down in order to do maintenance. No, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I hear you. Right? Hear like, you. for example, yeah. in Scarborough, shout out to Scarborough, uh, no service at all for the long weekend on line three. 
they're going to be running shuttle buses. Yeah, see between that, Kennedy and Scarborough Town Center. Yeah, right, and that's like a that's a big stretch right there. No, it is. And all the stations between Kennedy and like McCowan are going to be closed, so they're running like shuttle buses. But I don't agree with closing down a line it's on tough. a long weekend it's tough. when people are being encouraged to use the TTC. No, right? no, no. I hear you. I hear you. Just trying to go through and find out where the the Indian reserves have the uh, First Nation reserves have the cheap gas. So if gas prices went up, should I charge you more? No. That's something we need to negotiate because I get more gas money every Can month. Can we negotiate right now on the radio? Nope. Oh. No. You know what? You got to book a meeting for that. Sure. <laughs> Let's see. What are your negotiation tactics, Maury? Okay, so when we began doing the the drives to work, gas was roughly 90 cents a liter. Well, I need to know exactly how much uh, it was. No, it wasn't. Absolutely. Between yeah, it was around ninety. Oh. I need to know I need to know exactly how much it was. Ninety. No. One. No, I'd like to, I can't I can't sit in the ninety one. <laughs> this is exactly two, why I knew this wasn't gonna work. Always trying to scam, bro. Four. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's your job. That's right, not so my job. Let's let's just assume. No, I'm 91. not assuming anything oh, when I'm is, negotiating. No, but we're yeah, negotiating. No, but we're floating like around factual. the right number. Like, no, but we're floating. We're floating. Negotiations. Around. I'm I'm not going into a negotiation based on your assumptions yeah. where you're the one that stands to gain. <laughs> that is like no. That, no but that's not my, how you start off a negotiation. Was, let's just say it was ninety cents a liter. Let's just say. I I'm not let's just saying. No, but I'm not even going to agree to that. No, but just go sure. Nope. <laughs> no, just go like, yeah, okay, for the sake of argument. No. Okay, so if it was 90 cents a liter, and that was, and now it's 130, mm-hmm. right? So 90 to 130, so 40 cents more. Mm. 40. Okay, so I'll give you an extra 40 cents a month then. No, I said that wrong. <laughs> okay, done. Done. Wow. See? Listen, more. you want to negotiate. There you done. go. Oh, you're tough. Wow. More, you're tough. I've been in some serious negotiations before, man. You Jeez. are. Congratulations, though. You really, like, that was like, wow, man. You are tough. Hats off to you. Yeah. Don't spend it all in one place. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Like a poison ivy all over my face. Oh, no! Yeah. I think it's poison ivy. I'm pretty sure it's poison ivy. I can't tell, though. Okay, here, turn the lights on. Maury, can you come in here for a sec? Let me see. Yeah, turn the lights on. My arms are covered. Yeah? Parts of my legs. And then, and, then, and then look at this, right across my forehead here. Big, oh, big giant yeah. red line. It looks like a burn. Just above and your then, left, uh, your and left then, eye. And then all the blisters. Let me see. Oh, yeah, on the left side of your face. Yeah. How'd that happen? I don't know. I was doing a bunch of gardening over the weekend. Yep, poison ivy on no, your No, but apparently property? what I didn't know is that even if you touch the roots, yeah. like if the roots are super, super deep under the ground and then you start pulling out roots, like even those roots have the stuff in them. Oh no. That'll that'll get you. And I spent like a full day on Friday just pulling up roots because I was building a new garden for Catherine. So what we see now on your face. Yeah. Is this better or worse than when you initially had the the reaction? Um, no, it sort of, because it takes like 48, like between like 24 to like sometimes 40 hours. So it may not even be its worst yet. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, like I know my arms were fine until about yesterday afternoon. Oh, but look at your hands. And then, let me see your hands. My, my hands are fine. 
What's wrong oh. with my hands? I wore gloves. Oh, that's, that's the only thing that's fine. Oh, but yeah, but my arms are like. <laughs> oh thanks. wow! So <laughs> my ha- my hands just look gross. Thanks, more. <laughs> you might as well rub poison ivy in his eyes right now. Come on, so man. I don't know. So I was doing like all these home remedies over the week. Like I had like this soup. I had this paste that Catherine made for me out yeah. of uh, I don't even know what it was. It's like cornstarch or baking powder and apple cider vinegar. So like she, by the looks of it, poison ivy roots. Right, yeah. She's like mummifying me. Like, you know when you watch those documentaries yeah. where like the, the pharaoh would die and they just slather this, you know, salt formula all over their body to preserve things and suck all the moisture out because they didn't know how to embalm? That was me yesterday. Before like, they pull your brain out of your nose? <laughs> Thank you. I was. I swear to God, yesterday, I was about 10 minutes away from her getting a coat hanger and pulling my brain out of my nose. Are you supposed to bathe in tomato soup? No, that's, I think, if I get no, sprayed with a skunk. Yeah, oh. skunk. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's tomato juice, not tomato soup. <laughs> I feel better, buddy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, this is the Roz and Mocha Show. Hey, Mocha, how's it going? Good, how are you? And Roz, I'm good, thank you. Uh, I just had a quick request. I just wanted to see if you guys would play the remix of Roxy going, shut up, Maury. <laughs> <laughs> wow, nostalgia kicked in this morning for you, huh? Wow. Yeah, also because I had to tell somebody shut up, but yeah. Oh, uh, oh uh, wait, 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 wait what's, what's your name? Adil. Adil, so why did you have to tell somebody to shut up? And how long ago was that? Like, it just happened? No, it's going to happen today. I'll call you guys next week and tell you all about oh, it. Oh, <laughs> no. Whoa. So has this been, like, building, festering inside of you for, for days or yeah. weeks or months? Yeah. And what what's yeah, the game plan? Nice you just guy, you, know, I'll you sound up. like it. You've been holding on to this shut up to someone for a bit. Jeez. <laughs> so what's the game plan? Are you, like, going to approach someone and just, like, straight up say shut up? Or do you have? No, I'm I'm still too nice for that. Okay, oh. is this a is this a work shut up or a personal shut up? It's a work shut up, okay. so I still have to be, you know, somewhat civil. I hear you. So when Roz's daughter Roxy, who's now nine, mm-hmm. when she was how old was she? Was I don't she? know when we did it. Four or five, I, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know when we did it. Um, who said? One of us said on the show. Shut up to Maury. Right. And then Roxy was listening to the radio at the same time right. and kept saying it. <laughs> and your girlfriend Catherine recorded her saying it. Yeah. And it sounded super cute. So we took it and made a remix out of it, which is what you are now requesting, Adil. Yes, please. Okay, yeah, yeah done. No done. problem. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Adil. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Later. Show podcast. Uh, new Coke is back, or I guess it's coming back. I think that we still need to educate people on what exactly went down with New Coke, and this is all because of Stranger Things. Oh, because I guess I in, can't wait. In Stranger Things, they're featuring the rollout of New Coke as 
just something that happens in their world because it all happened in 1985. And I don't know if we'll ever see anything like this again because we just have so many options for everything when it comes to our loyalty to sort of products and what we drink and what we like. So what happened was that Coke had produced Coca-Cola for like 99 years without changing it. And then in 1985, sales dipped like a little bit. And they were like, well, we need to do something and jazz this up. So they came out with new Coke. Yeah. What I read was they were doing these blind taste tests. Yeah. Coke versus Pepsi. Yes. And the numbers that were coming back of people choosing Pepsi way over Coke was astonishing to them. And they're like, we have to do something. So they tested new Coke with 200,000 people and it came back overwhelmingly positive. Yeah. So they were like, we're onto something here. We're going to, we're going to roll out new Coke. And so they rolled out new Coke and everybody hated it. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then they changed the name again. Yeah. Everybody, let me read you, let me read you this. This was from Beverage Digest in 1985. <laughs> Beverage Digest. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. That's not right. a real publication. It is. It was a real publication. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Are they online? Quote, no. quote, <laughs> quote. Okay, hit me. This has got to be the boldest consumer products move of any kind of any stripe ever since Eve started handing out apples. Oh, <laughs> no. So oh, in your face. Okay, so they got... <laughs> okay, so within a week, they got 40,000 irate telephone calls from people. Because they hated new Coke. People started hoarding old Coke, which really? was just called Coke, right? Yeah. People started hoarding it. Because they thought it was, that was it. They Exactly. They thought that that was going to be it. Now, a couple things here. One, new Coke only lasted for 79 days yeah. before they pulled it. And then that's why we now have Coca-Cola Classic. That was just Coca-Cola until new Coke came around. And that's why it's now called Coca-Cola Classic. But they also changed new Coke to Coke 2 at one point. Yeah, that was different though. A different formula? No, because that was, you could still get Coke. When new Coke came out, you could no longer get Coke. But what I read on CNN's website this morning is that the speculation is, and I don't know, this is probably wrong, but one of the conspiracy theories. Yeah. With Coke? <laughs> let me, hold on, let me find out if I'm going to... You, you tell me the conspiracy theory, and I'm going to cross-reference that with uh, what I have here with the Beverage Digest yeah. from is 1985. That, is that New Coke was... Because during the time that, that New Coke was just like failing, they said, hey, we know how much you love the taste of the original Coke. It's back, and it's called Coca-Cola Classic. Yes. And that the plan all along was that they were going to have people dislike New Coke so that they could reintroduce Coca-Cola Classic and then have no. Coca-Cola Classic become no. just as popular, if not even more popular than when it was just Coca-Cola. There's, there's no... Oh, By geez, the way, Beverage Digest is alive and well. It is. Thank you. Are for they? It. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, New Coke, by the way, failed everywhere... Oh, yeah. Except... Terrible. Except... There's one place where New Coke actually outsold regular Coke. Where, where, where? Canada. Oh! <laughs> we're the best, we're the best, we're the best, we're the best. <laughs> anyway, uh, you're going to see new Coke because of Stranger Things. You're going to try it and you're going to hate it. They're going to have... Just like everybody did in 1985. They, they're going to have specialty uh, vending machines. 
various cities, I assume yeah. there's going to be cities in, in Canada that are going to have these pop-up vending machines with nothing but new Coke. And is it going to be new Coke 1985 pricing? It better be, because I'm not paying full price for a new Coke. <laughs> I don't want to pay full price for a new Coke in 1985. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Raptors win! Raptors win! Raptors win! Oh my God, it was so hype last night. Woo! Uh, series now tied at two games apiece. We move over to Milwaukee. And the city is like on fire. David Mori was down at uh, Jurassic Park last night. Caught up with every single one of you celebrating the Raptors. You know what? No bones about it. Jurassic Park is lit tonight. Woo! The Raptors! What'd you think of that? Epic comeback by the Raps. The bench showed up. You know, Leonard Kutza, it was an awesome game. Like, I can't explain how well they've done this season. It just mind blows me. The fact that they're the only Canadian team. The Leafs are out. Everyone's out. And they're still here. Like, that's just how important they are to me. Like, I can't explain it. They're the only Canadian team. Like, how am I supposed to explain that? So what in your life is more stressful than watching this game tonight? Waking up in the morning. Because you can't drink beers in the morning. So in my opinion, what's more stressful is when I fail my finals. So what's more stressful uh, than watching a Raptors game is checking your checkings account the night after a night, the night after the day after a night with the boys. The only thing I can think of that would be more stressful than this is my parents meeting my boyfriend. Oh, cannot do it. Cannot do it. Will not do it. Can't stand it. The the only thing more stressful than watching this game is trying to find a girlfriend. Let's go, Bucks! But you lost tonight. Oh, we still got to get it. We still got to get it. We still got to win. You guys saw this. You know how it feels. You guys are all hating on me. Let's go Bucks. Let's really go Bucks. You're the only Bucks fan here. That's okay, but like I'm ready. I got spirit. I got enough spirit more than you all got spirits. You know, the Raptors, they're extinct. Raptors oh. are extinct. Dear oh. Bucks, they're still out here, you know? So is we, anyone hearing this? We got Bucks, yo. With the Bucks, that's how it is. Oh, that was amazing. Freaking awesome. <laughs> meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 meow. Isn't that like that, the horn? Meow, meow. Meow, 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 meow. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. You see the shoulder rub? Yeah, I don't think that Drake should have that kind of access to the court or the people on it. Yeah, I think if that was anybody else, his ass would have been like thrown the hell out. You don't do that let to me, a coach, Let me man. Uh, read this to you from Twitter after. So if you missed it in the fourth quarter, Drake, who was sitting courtside, as he always does, uh, ran up behind Nick Nurse and like gave him like a quick little shoulder one-two rub. shoulder rub and then moved away. And this isn't after think, the game. Like, no, this, this is this, like during the game. Yes, this wasn't a congratulatory, you guys did it after the game kind of thing, which at that point I understand. One person tweeted, if I did what Drake just did at a Raptors game, I would be tackled by no fewer than 14 people. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nick Nurse didn't even notice. But a lot of mixed reaction. More negative Mm -hmm. than positive. But I do agree, like... You don't do that to the guy. No, and and I and I'm not trying to compare Drake to n- normal people because Drake is not a normal person, right? He is special, and he gets special access, and he gets special treatment because For he's sure. a special individual. That's what celebrities are. 
when they're on that level. So you can't say if I did that, I would be tackled by 15 people because yes, that's true. What I'm saying is that even for somebody like Drake, like for Drake in the role that Drake plays during that game and for that team and in his life and in that world, it was, it was in a, it was weird. Yeah. It was weird to do that during the game. Like at that point, you're just flexing, right? Like, I think you're overstepping. I think that they give Drake a really, really long leash to just oh, stand and very. do whatever the hell he wants and everything. And I'm fine with that. I'm okay with that. But I think that even Drake knows that he is on a leash, but it's long. Yeah. And I think that it was an overstep for him to during the game a, yeah, it was a go over of and, and put hands on the coach. I think it's just, I think that even that is a little bit tacky. Because he has like a lot of leeway on that court oh. in the the boundary that he yeah. can walk yeah. along and without stepping onto the court, right? Yeah, and it's not just a Drake exclusive thing. Like the NBA has set this precedent precedent for years and years and years. Like I mean, even back in the day when Spike Lee at the Knicks games, yeah, go look at Spike Lee at Knicks games. He used to be oh, he outrageous. was a player. Yeah, he used to be outrageous on the yeah. court. Right? Yeah, but I don't know. So there I is think, precedent for it, very for sure. much so. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast on Twitter. Uh, Tim and Sid over at Sportsnet. Yeah. Started a hashtag. And within five, oh man, I love Tim and Sid so much. Yeah. And within like five minutes, it became a top trending hashtag. What was in the hashtag? Canada. It went Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, uh, the Collision Tech Conference in Toronto. Sure. And then the Tim and Sid hashtag, which is Kawhi, you should stay. Right. Because it's all speculated that Kawhi Leonard was only going to be in Toronto for one year for this season and then dip to L.A. to go play for the Clippers. Yeah. So the tweets replying to hashtag Kawhi, you should stay. Canada will bring back the $2 bill with Kawhi's face on it. Um, I'd, I would sign off on that. Somebody else said, why have just a city behind you when you can have an entire country? Hashtag Kawhi, you should stay. This one's pretty bold, but... Might have a chance to top Leonard Cohen as the greatest Leonard in Canadian history. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, hashtag Kawhi, you should stay. <laughs> Carabana weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Followed by Carabana will be renamed to Kawaiabana. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Another response to hashtag Kawhi, you should say. Bagged milk. <laughs> uh, somebody else yeah. said, fam, nuffed Tim Hortons for life. That's true. Is why you should stay. Another reply, global warming is real. Our winters are only going to get warmer is why. Hashtag Kawhi, you should stay. <laughs> Another very bold statement because the Raptors kind of suck without you. <laughs> somebody else wrote, because weed is legal here. Somebody else wrote, because we have stronger beer. Canadians understand your humor. Hashtag Kawhi, you should stay. My mom got me your jersey for Christmas is why. Hashtag Kawhi, you should stay. Wow. And finally, two. I have two more to read to you. Yeah. Warden Station Beef Patties is why. <laughs> Hashtag Kawhi, you should stay. And the last one? Uh, yeah. Two words. Toronto Teams. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Ah, let me read this to you. Page 6 is reporting this morning that a notebook that reportedly belongs to Drake when he was a teenager is being sold for $35,000. Oof. Like a school notebook or like a journal? 
Yeah, like a school notebook. Like a math? T- like a like m- one of those Hillroy books. Look. Like a Hillroy book. Oh, remember snap, those? look at that. Remember yeah, the notebooks? Yeah. It's got Drake. What's he, in he it? He wrote Drake, his name on the front. He's got a big <laughs> a Lacoste sticker on the front <laughs> yeah. as well. And a nickname, Young Wonder. Moments in Time is an online dealership that sells historical autographs and documents. They got a hold of the notebook. And in there are some personal notes, a couple of first lyrics, and a shopping list. Things that Drake wants to buy. And some photos with friends. Oh, yeah? It says here, uh, the person who sent it to me found it in the back of Drake's uncle's furniture factory (laughs) when it was moving 18 or 19 years ago. Let me read that again. The person who sent it found it in the back of Drake's uncle's furniture factory. But why would he keep it if it was 18 or 19 years ago? No idea. Maybe they just they didn't know that it was there. The rep did not disclose the identity of the person who turned in the notebooks. I assume the uncle. Yeah, you think? Right. But shared that the source had three of these notebooks altogether. Oh. And they were found in the, this furniture factory was in Toronto, by the way. Yeah. Uh, it's so rude selling off people's stuff, man. Get this. Two out of the three notebooks have already been sold to fans. Yeah, it's so rude. They haven't said how much, though. Man, I don't like it. It's rude. Just because you lose something or you leave something somewhere and somebody finds it, you can't just, you can't sell it. Like, it's still that person's, that's their private stuff, man. Uh, inside I, the notebook, there are lyrics dead. to a song called Smell. Excuse uh, me? Oh, never mind. I won't continue. Oh. Look it up. How old was he when he wrote Smell dot dot dot? <laughs> like how old could he possibly be? And what you doing writing that it's in a school dot, notebook? Dot 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 oh, By the way, dot 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 dot. Hold and on here. A li- and Drake's list of oh, purchases and must have. Hold on. Dot 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 dot. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Farts. <laughs> no. Oh. <gasps> Among the items on teenage Drake's shopping list. A ton of stuff from Lacoste. Yeah. Including a $171 jacket, a $100 shirt, sneakers from Adidas and Nike, and a $266 Techno Marine watch. But there you go. $35,000 for one of Drake's Hillroy <laughs> notebooks featuring all that stuff. Hairs? Dot, 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 dot. Dot, 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 Oh, I don't know. There could be a million possibilities. Oh, right? Yeah. Ross and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is My question is Got a problem you can't fix? Ross and Mocha got you. Hi, Mary. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Okay, good. Uh, it's Ross and Mocha. Here's what you wrote to us for FML. Oh, no. You said this, Mary. I have a soon to be 20 year old son who is going to school, like a post secondary school? Yes. Yes. Uh, so he's soon to be 20. Uh, he quit his part-time job and tells me that he's looking but has had no luck since January. I have been paying for everything. Bus fare from Brampton to downtown Toronto. Lunches, <laughs> even with outings with his friends. I feel that he is taking advantage of me, but what bothers me even more is that he likes to smoke pot, which I am totally against. He says that I shouldn't be concerned because, first of all, it's legal now and that he's not addicted, but he smokes at least once a day. I'm guessing that he's buying it with my money that I give him for lunch. Oh, uh, I have a hard time saying no to him and I'm starting to feel resentful. 
Mary, stop giving your kid money. Oh, my God. How do I do this? I don't know where to draw the line. I, I think that everything, first of all, has to come with come with warning, right? I don't think that you should uh, just immediately cut somebody off. I think that you have to have some tough conversations with your kid. I also, you know, this is a part of a larger conversation of and uh, when do you stop funding your child's life? Like, is it when they go to college? Is it when they're when they've graduated? Is it when they've graduated, got a job? Is it when they've graduated, got a good job? Is it like when when does that end? You know, and that's sort of a bigger question. But with you, resentment is starting to set in, which is a very dangerous thing. I will say this. I don't think anybody who's 20 should be getting money for nothing. Even if they are a student, I think that all money needs to be earned. And what that looks like for the two of you, that's something that you're going to have to try and figure out. That's what I I try to tell him. I try to say this, that he can't just get this money for nothing. Like, yeah. at least do things around the house. But the problem is you're right? still giving him money and he's doing nothing, right? Yeah. Uh, do you have any yeah. other kids in the house? No. Okay. Husband? Boyfriend? I have a husband, but... Okay. Um, he he plays the good cop. You know, yeah. we play good cop, bad cop. Well, he plays the good cop, and, I, and I'm the bad cop. So right. if you say that you don't want to give your son money, what does your husband then say to that? He says, like, okay, fine, if you don't, I will? No, but he kind of, like, makes you feel like if you don't give him the money, where is he going to get the money from? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I would rather give him the money and know that, you know, he's not out there doing, uh, getting into trouble to get this money. Okay. Well, you think your kid's going to turn to a life of crime? <laughs> I don't think so. No. I think I think it's important that you and your husband uh, are somewhat in agreement in the conversation that you're going to have with your son about finding a job or doing something around the house to earn that money that you guys are giving him. Yeah. Uh, you need to put a timeline on this and this can't just come. You can't just blow your top one day and say you're cut off because then you're just going to go back and give him money because he's going to dig his heels in and he's not going to get a job. And then he's going to be hungry when he comes home, all this other stuff. I think you need to put a time. Yeah. I think you need to put a timeline on this uh, and say, Hey, listen, I will continue to pay for school. Getting you to school will get you transit passes, everything else. All that stuff is fine, okay? Uh, But you going out with your friends on a Friday and Saturday night and you buying weed, that's your money, meaning that is your money to do with what you want, and that's fine. Spend it however, but that's not free money. That is money that has to be earned. How you earn it is entirely up to you. Okay, I'm going to try my damn hardest to do this. (laughs) Also weed. Man. Mary, did you give him money this morning? No, I didn't. But he'll call me probably at about, uh, I don't know, 2 o'clock this afternoon yeah. and tell me, oh, can you e-transfer me, whatever, because, you know, i got to buy some lunch. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what are you going to tell him? Yeah. Well, what I'd like to say is... No, no, no. Uh, not you what know you what? would like to say, Mary. What are you going to tell him? <laughs> well, I'm going to try not to, but yeah, <laughs> I probably will. Isn't there some sort of card that you can give him that you only, that, that you can like fill up when you need it? F- filled and then you have permanent record of what he spends the money on like does that not exist like i don't want to say send your kid to uh, college with traveler's checks but <laughs> <laughs> but you know what i mean is there not is there well, not a way for parents to well, track for, what their kids are spending short, their money on for a short time there what i was doing was i was buying um the prepaid cards for like Subway, um, yeah, but he's just uh, for sell McDonald's. Those. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, he'll just sell. He'll us. just sell those. Tall as weed heads, yeah. friends. <laughs>
Oh, my Mary? God. Yeah. <laughs> Mary, you can't get him like you can't get You're... him a, a subway card because he's going to sell the subway card for 70 percent of what it's worth. And he's going to buy the weed with the money. Are you joking me? Are you joking me? Come on, Mary. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I swear you guys are you guys are not helping the situation. No, Mary, you have to you, have, you got to put some truth into this kid. OK. And that yeah. is that is money is not free. Money is earned. How he earns it is up to him but change is coming okay <laughs> all right mary <laughs> yeah right. Oh, Th- thanks for mary. reaching out but listen you wanted the truth I know. right yeah yeah i guess so i yeah. guess i did need to hear the truth okay mary thank you okay okay you take love care you guys. okay love, love you, you too Ross and mocha's fix my life only on kiss so Millie Bobby Brown on yeah, Jimmy Fallon last her? night yeah uh, well she's got the new godzilla she's in the new godzilla movie Is right she I didn't know that. You haven't seen the I've trailer? Had, no, I've had like a bunch of conversations with people about the new Godzilla movie because I know people that have seen it. Oh, and? Yeah, and they, they it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's in it, man. Yeah. No, I didn't know. I haven't seen the trailer yet. So we all know that Millie Bobby Brown, um, she loves to sing. And her yeah. YouTube channel is like just full of her doing covers, right? Yeah. And she did another song last night. Millie Bobby Brown, also from Stranger Things. Duh. This is her singing uh, Adele when we were young. Before we get to what she's saying on Jimmy Fallon last night, just a friendly reminder of some of the videos that kind of went viral of her singing. And then, do you remember when she was on Fallon, they were promoting season two of Stranger Things, and she did the Nicki Minaj verse from the Kanye song, Monster. Last night, Millie Bobby Brown on Fallon says how the Amy Winehouse impression is something she's been working on since she was a kid. Oh, really? And she's already a kid. So we're talking like young, young, young Millie Bobby Brown. But this is her on Fallon last night. Meet you downstairs in the bar and her your rolled up sleeves and your skull t-shirt. You said, why did you do? Today and sniff me out like I was tank Right? Wow. Now, just wow. by comparison, this is the original Amy Winehouse song, You Know I'm No Good. Meet you downstairs in the bar and heard your rolled up sleeves in your skull t shirt. You say, Why did you do with him today? And sniff me out. Exact, wow. right? Wow. Almost exact. Here, I'll play yeah. the Millie Bobby Brown part again. Meet you downstairs in the bar and heard your rolled up sleeves and your skull t-shirt. You said, why did you do with him today? And sniff me out like I was taking oh, so away. Jeez, man. That's Millie Bobby Brown. That's crazy. On Fallon last night. 
Ross and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Ross and Mocha got you. Melissa, it's Ross and Mocha. Oh my God, what are you doing? <laughs> Hello? Hello, Melissa. All right, let's just Hi. get right into okay, it. Okay, you write us this. Hi. You said, I love the three of you, FML, Fix My Life, that you're getting married and your best yeah. friend of like 20 years thinks that she's your only maid of honor and that she doesn't know that she'll be sharing the role with your other best friend and you haven't had yeah. the heart to tell her yet help. So are you wondering how to break the news to her? Yes. Okay. How long has she been living this life thinking that she's your only maid of honor? Uh, since I got engaged. Well, I mean, like since we've been friends. And how long is that? Since 20 years. Okay. Like 20 years. Yeah. Okay. okay. So hold on. Hold on now. So when did you get engaged? Uh, November. Okay. And did you ask her to be your maid of honor? No. So I haven't formally like asked people to be part of the bridal party yet. My engagement party is next um, next month. Okay. And I was doing like those cute like bar uh, bridal party boxes where you like fill them with stuff and like, will you be my maid of honor? So I had two made up, one for each of them. And I was going to do it at the engagement party, but the, my other best friend, who is also my other maid of honor, says that it's probably not a good idea to break the news to her at my engagement party in front of, like, a hundred other people. Yeah, so. if you think that she is going to have a negative reaction uh, to not being the only maid of honor, I would have that conversation with her in private. Really? Yeah, well, no, I, yeah, but I don't think that you... I, uh... Even just from like a logistical point of view here, if you're asking somebody to share duties with somebody else for that sort of same job, right? You can't mm -hmm. then ask them in a way where they think that they're the only one. Like you can't give her a box to open where she then reads, oh my God, will you be my maid of honor? Where it's, it's personalized and it's to her where she will then believe that she is your only maid of honor. And then the other girl's going to open a box and go, me too. Like it just, it, it diminishes the whole thing here. Like if you're going to have two maid of honors, you need to sort of do away with tradition because you already are and maybe a little bit of the pageantry with the unveiling in a box and just sit the two women down and have a conversation with them. Hello? Maybe she didn't like the... Uh the advice. Sorry, you, sorry, you, sorry, oh, sorry. Yeah, what are you doing? So I went through the drive-thru at Tim Hortons. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't tell her on this phone, by the way. <laughs> okay? It's terrible. It's terrible. Uh, so did you, did you hear any of that? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, no. okay. I'm not going to... I'm on the business of repeating myself here. Uh, so, you, but you understand. And having two maid of honors is great. Like, it's totally fine. Yeah. But you just, you just have to be... I think you have to be straight up and... Your sort of what matters to you is what matters the most in a situation like this, especially for your wedding. And it's not mm. so much uh, what matters to the bridal party or their feelings. OK, they yeah. ha they have to understand that what matters to you is what matters the most. Hey, Melissa, what do you think that your friend is going to say when she finds out that she's not the only maid of honor. Is it her response? Uh, I, it's what what's making you hesitant of telling her or scaring you? I'm just scared that I'm going to like hurt her feelings and like crush her dreams. Okay, so geez, crush her I, dreams. That's like that's you, a pretty bold statement. And then I'd sit her down and tell her that she needs to reevaluate her life if this is her big dream. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, your best friend gets married. It's a big deal, right? Yeah, like, but it's not her dream. Like, I think that's a little egotistical on your part to think that being your maid of honor is her life's dream. 
Like, come on okay. now, okay? <laughs> I think that I think you're you're sort of maybe blowing this whole thing a little because you don't even know how she's going to react. I think that you she sit, may be totally cool with it. Yeah, I think you sit them down and say, "Hey, listen, you guys are both two unbelievable women in my life that I trust, and I need both of you with me on that day as as my maid of honors." And it's not a decision whether you should pick just one or you know you didn't weigh it you know back and forth. They don't need to hear all that. To them, all you have to do is say, there was no debate in your own mind. It was always the two of you because you're both so fantastic and mean the world to me. Okay. Okay. And then they, and then realistically, yeah. if they are your good friends, they will be happy to sit there and work together and figure all this out as sort of co-maids of honor. Yeah. If one of them is bent out of shape about it, maybe they weren't the friend you thought they were. Very true. And don't do the thing with the box. What? No. She's oh, you like, mean like to break the news to her? Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Let me no. guess. You already okay. ordered it. Well, yeah, I ordered them, but <laughs> yeah. I was just going yeah. to break the news to them beforehand, so now it's just like a technicality. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so so break the news. Don't, and don't, and stop calling it breaking the news. Okay. Yeah, it's not bad like, news. Geez. It's a celebration. Okay. He's giving them good news. So tell them tell them ahead of time and then when everybody's there at the engagement party, give the two women the boxes at the same time. Don't don't make it weird, Melissa. Okay. All right. Enjoy your coffee. And don't let them uh don't let any of them put like a little plastic uh you can bleep this, right? Don't let any of them put a little plastic <laughs> on your neck on your bachelorette night <laughs> that you have to drink out of. Those things are dumb. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Thanks, Melissa. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. All, All right. right. We love you. Take care. Love you too. Bye. Ross and Mocha's Fix My Life. Only on KISS. I love doing the news on the podcast. Oh, wow. I love doing the news on the podcast. I love doing the news and doing the news. I love doing the news on the podcast. Podcast, podcast. All right, enough of that. Hey, Mocha, are you ready? Yes. Let's do the news. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha show and KISS 92.5 news break. Uh, Robert Pattinson is your new Batman. <sighs> a lot of people have a lot of feelings about this, but I will remind you. I will remind you of this. We all have to chill for one second and remember. That he was a vampire? No, we need to remember what the initial reaction was when it was announced that Christopher Nolan had cast Heath Ledger as the Joker. Yeah. There was absolute outrage. Outrage. And then he went down in history as being the greatest Joker. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Robert Pattinson is a lot of things. One thing on the top of the list, and I know that you only know him from Twilight. Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart really, I, I, that, that series did a lot for them, but I think that it also hurt so much of their potential. Kristen Stewart has done it right. She sort of walked away. She's not on social media. She takes really, really great projects and she kills everything she's in. Kristen Stewart is one of the best actors, female actors of that entire class of that generation. Robert Pattinson is a lot of things, but the one thing he is is a fantastic actor. Like, he's really good. And so the fact that they went with somebody who is known as, just like Christian Bale was, not an action star, not this, like, sort of guy that you would expect. Christian yeah. Bale was a hell of an actor. Robert Pattinson is a hell of an actor. I'm going to give this a chance. I think he's a little young, but... 
I'm just saying let's pump the brakes a little bit on the Robert Pattinson hate and give the man a chance because so much of the Batman character is being able to pull off a great Bruce Wayne. And that's what made Christian Bale so great is his Bruce Wayne was the best. I'll tell you why it doesn't bother me yeah. that Robert Pattinson is up to play Batman. Yes, I know him as Edward from Twilight. Sure. But I don't know anything else in his personal life. I don't know anything else from his acting life. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. The less that I know about him, the more I can accept that he can play. Yeah. Batman, which is why I give him more of a chance. Uh, the Saw franchise is getting rebooted. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Come on. Yes, it is. already? They've handed the franchise to Chris Rock. Okay, okay hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. And Chris I'm, Rock, and the I'm comedian. Down. I'm down with this. Are they turning it into a comedy? No. No, I think no more of a comedy than like Get Out was. I know a lot of people think that Get Out was maybe funnier than what it actually was because I think that it was nominated at the Golden Globes in the comedy category. Why would you redo something that is perfect? The it's way not it is? though because well, one the franchise makes money and it went downhill and they started to make a whole lot less money than they did at the beginning. And you reboot things. It's just what show business does. You just you you have a hard time with this because you take it personally because you actually really love the Saw movies. You can't have anybody other uh, play Jigsaw other than Tobin Bell. But they don't they're not saying that that is even going to be the case. They're just going to reimagine. Yeah, it could Saw. be a completely It's too soon from when it was done before. Like you got to allow 2004 was when the first movie came yeah. out, man. Know, That's a long time. It really isn't though. Like Yeah, it is. It is a movie. It is a movie it's 15 world, years, man. man. I know, but the that's last like, that's one, like 3 Batmans ago. But the <laughs> last Saw was not 2004. The last Saw was recently. Okay, right, but, but look who how remembers many... the last Saw? Nobody does. Let's be honest. I don't even Let's know how honest. many there Let's are. Was it a series? There was 8. 8. 8. Okay. Yeah. Um so, but okay, and they they bring up a good point in this article that I'm reading. For somebody who's like Chris Rock, what the hell is Chris Rock going to do? He's like a comic and everything else. The last Halloween that came out, yeah. the the Halloween 2018, which was yeah. amazing. Which was amazing. And it was one of the best of the sort Agreed. of remakes everything else. Danny McBride did that. Oh, right. Eastbound and Down. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like that. Danny McBride wrote and produced that. So, Kenny Powers. Yeah. So I, Chris Rock is talented. And oftentimes when you let talented people do talented things and use their talents, I don't know what Chris Rock has in him. I don't know if he has another gear as a huge horror fan. All you know is that Chris Rock went into this as a massive Saw fan. Okay. So All right. we should just give it a chance. Give it a chance is what I'm saying, right? Let's but, play a little game. Yeah, see, I'm down with that, man. I'm down. Yeah, I can accept that. Arnold Schwarzenegger says that he's not pressing charges after getting drop kicked in the back. Did you see that video? Yeah. Where the guy's yelling when he wants like a Lamborghini? Was it a Lamborghini or Ferrari? No, it was Lamborghini. It was a Lamborghini. I want a Lamborghini! And then, so Arnold Schwarzenegger was at an event and... This guy just like runs up behind him and flies through the air and drop kicks Schwarzenegger in the back. But Schwarzenegger is like, he's still a big dude. Yeah, but he's 71. And he's still tick. Like that but guy that dropped, oh, for sure, 71. 71. But that guy that drop kicked him, yeah. I'm sure he hurt himself even more. Yeah. So Schwarzenegger says, a lot of you have asked, but I'm not pressing charges. I hope this was a wake up call and the attacker gets his life on the right track. So there's that. Uh, this is Jack Black. Okay. So can you play a little bit of the Game of Thrones theme, the actual theme? And then. Uh, 
Okay, so this is the, the theme song that we all know. Okay. Okay, and then uh, Jack Black covered it in like the most Jack Black way ever. He plays guitar though, right? Yeah, there's no instruments in this though. Oh, he sings it? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, do you have Charles Barkley singing, Oh Canada? So Charles oh, no, Barkley. Uh, Shaq. Uh, oh, Shaq. Sorry. Charles Barkley was not singing. He was oh. staring at Shaq like, What the hell are you doing? <laughs> uh, so they were out in Jurassic Park, and the, all the fans are sort of behind them while they're doing their their live show and everybody just starts singing oh canada and shack uh, a little off key but knows all the words and Mocha Show podcast. What's dirtier in the world in the world of like things that you find that have a lot of germs on them? Like we're talking coins and credit cards, like phone receivers, phone receivers, door I handles. Would say money. Okay, so like uh, physical. I know a lot of people don't carry like bills, yeah, as much anymore yeah. because it's all credit card or or debit. But yeah. I would say. It has to be like the actual paper money. Cash is six on the list. Yeah? Six. Subway seat. Bus seat. Uh, seat. A subway pole is eight on the list. Coins. Wait, hold on. Yeah. So if money and subway is like yeah. so far down on that list, yeah. the dirtiest. Toilet seat? Yeah. So researchers swabbed a ton of different surfaces in New York City. Oh, God. <laughs> to see the amount of bacteria on them. And then they also swabbed all individual items that they managed to gather and so here's a list of the filthy, uh, door handle door handle the filthiest things number eight is a subway pole number seven is coins number six was cash number five was a public bathroom number four was a credit card number three was a parking meter number two was a park bench and number one was uh the handle at a mcdonald's the yeah. door handle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so gross. Then you got going to eat with those hands and uh, uh, licking your fingers. Uh, and then, it's so tasty. And <laughs> Especially after I have those nuggets. Right? Mm. Oh, so good. Yeah. Uh, the, the live All in the Family Jeffersons was on last night. Uh, Jamie Foxx was playing George Jefferson and it was live and he flubbed his line. But listen to how he, listen to how he recovered live. Ever since I was a little boy, I would always beg my mother for a little brother. But you know, we was broke. So all we could afford, all we could, all is live. <laughs> Everyone sitting at home just think their TV just messed up. 
we could afford was you. <laughs> Isn't that great? That was good. I like Jamie Foxx. Now, let me update you on the feud that everybody's been following between uh, Moby and Natalie Portman. <laughs> Hold on. Say that again. What happened? Okay, so there's right now there's there's some beef between Moby. Yeah. Remember Moby? Yes. Okay. Eminem hated him at one point. Yeah, and Natalie Portman. So hold on. So Moby went from a beef with Eminem <laughs> to Queen Amidala from Star yeah. Wars. Yeah, and then in there he also hates pe- he hates people who eat animals. Okay. But that's okay. You're allowed to do that. So uh Moby hit back at Natalie Portman. So in Moby's book right? Yeah. Moby said that he dated Natalie Portman when she was 20 and he was 33. And then Natalie Portman does an interview where she goes, I was surprised to hear that he characterized the very short time that I knew him as dating because my recollection was a much older man being creepy with me when I had just graduated high school. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) She goes on to say, he said I was 20. I definitely wasn't. I was a teenager. I just turned 18. (gasps) There was no fact checking from his publisher. It almost feels deliberate that he used this story to sell his book, was very disturbing disturbing to me. Uh, It wasn't the case. There are many factual errors and inventions. I would have liked him or his publisher to reach out to fact check. She goes, I was a fan and went to one of his shows and I had just graduated. When we met after the show, he said, let's be friends. (laughs) Weirdo. (laughs) And then so Moby said, I recently read a gossip piece where Natalie Portman said that we never dated. That's confusing to me as we did in fact date. And after briefly dating in 1999, we remained friends for years. I like Natalie and I respect her intelligence and activism. But to be honest, I can't figure out why she would actively misrepresent the truth about our, albeit brief, involvement. P.S. I completely respect Natalie's possible regret in dating me. To be fair, I would probably regret dating me too. (laughs) (laughs) This is crazy. Ice-T tweeted out that... He almost shot an Amazon driver. What? Yeah, this is what Ice-T wrote. Message to Amazon. Now that you have regular people making your home deliveries, maybe they should wear a vest with Amazon delivery on it, he wrote. Mm. I almost shot an MF creeping up on my crib last night, just saying. Yeah, you know why? Because Amazon, some of the drivers, they make deliveries at like 9 o'clock at night. Yeah, so... He got a message back from Dave Clark, Amazon's senior vice president of worldwide operations, who wrote this, just saying, thanks for the suggestion. We MFing love you and our drivers. Lots of innovations coming on this and many that already exist to help you track your package and deliver on your map. Thanks for being a customer. And then this didn't sit well with people because they were like, is this how he talks to everybody or does he talk, just talk like this to famous rappers and actors? It so, sounds so disrespectful. Another person wrote, am I the only one to hear this tweet in the voice of Dave Chappelle doing white voice? Roz and Mocha Q&A. Are you ready for Ask Roz and Mocha? Yes. Okay, this is where we take all the questions that you ask on Instagram, at Kiss925, and we'll try to go through and answer as many as we can. And as always, invite one of you to join us to ask your question live. Hello, Victor. Hey. 
How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good Welcome man. to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. What is your question? Uh, so my question today is, if you guys had a friend uh, who was a coworker, but you had reliable intel that they were going to get let go, would you tell them? Hell no. Keep your mouth shut. That ain't any of your business. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, it's, and I, I know, God, I know how you're feeling because... The, the, the thing that you fear is not going into work every day without your friend there. The thing that you fear is having a beer with your friend at some point where they then say, did you know? And then you're yes. in a position of where you crush your friend or you have to lie to your friend. Yep, that's exactly it. Yeah. I, uh, I don't want to lie to them. At the same time, I, you know, I, I get it and I understand like where the, the employer would be coming from. Yeah. But... You know, I, I just don't want to see them get hurt either way. Why you know? Why are they being let go? Do you know? Yeah, they haven't really been pulling their weight in yeah. the last year or so. Okay. And so now people beyond our group have started to notice. Okay, so I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say this to you, okay? And this, this hopefully should help as to whether you tell your friend or not. Because it's really, it's, it's up to you. I'm with Mocha. Hell no, okay? But I will, okay. I will say this. There is a reason that your friend is being let go and that you are staying on. Yeah. Okay? And yeah. you keeping your mouth shut and having the best interests of the team in mind and your own future and your own family and your own employment in mind is the reason that you should not give your friend the heads up. Okay. Because Victor, what happens if you tell your friend and then it gets out that you are the one that snitched on your company? Yeah, for sure. What, yeah, are, the, what are the consequences going to be then? Yeah. Yeah. Lose like, a friend and possibly my job. Yeah, exactly, bro. Like and and you, you, your friend, your friend should understand. And if yeah. they don't understand, then maybe they're not the friend that you thought they were. You know, because um, yeah. the hard conversation, right, is not whether you knew. That's not going to be the hard conversation you have with your friend, because uh, you're going to have this conversation with your friend. He's going to ask if you knew, and you're going to say yes. Okay, the hard conversation is going to be you knowing why they were let go. Okay, because you just told to us right now he's not really pulling his weight. People are noticing. This is the that's going to be the hard conversation you have with him. Yeah, is the reasons is that yeah. it's not that you knew that he was being let go, but you knew why he was being let go. Yeah, so, is this like a close close friend. Like, would you be able to have that conversation? Um, I would say he's a close friend, but I wouldn't say that he takes constructive criticism well. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, bro, keep your mouth shut. Yeah, don't don't put yourself don't put yourself in that position because you just you just can't. And hopefully they will. Your friend will understand. Hopefully, and and maybe they and maybe they won't. And you have to understand that it's probably going to be a period where they're going to be pissed off at you and the company and everything else. And he's going to feel blindsided. And and that's just the sort of way it is. Losing your job sucks. Being told that you're not pulling your weight sucks. Like all that stuff is dis like destroying. Like it, it's it's hurtful. It's very personal. But you can't you can't put yourself in that position where you start jeopardizing your own career to just give somebody the heads up of the inevitable, right? Like if they if they said, man, you know what? I'll tell you. Like uh, this guy, I swear, you, you know, he's he's not pulling his weight, and if this goes on for like another couple of weeks or whatever it is, we may have to think of like restructuring or bringing somebody else in. If that's the case where a decision hasn't been made to fire him, then I would say, you know what? Maybe go to your friend and tell him he needs to straighten out that he needs to like really kick it into another gear because, you know, you're hearing things. But after a decision has been made, if you tell him, it changes nothing. Like he's still being, yeah. he's still going to be let go. Yeah, fair enough. That's great advice, guys. Thank you. Hey, I love you guys so much. I've been yeah. listening to you guys since 2009 and the podcast is incredible. I actually just caught up on oh, uh, the really? last episode. I started listening back in October yeah. when I started my new job. Yeah. And yeah, 
It's been awesome. Wow. Thank you guys so much for everything that you do. Have you ever, Mocha, been in this position of where you knew somebody was being let go? No, never. Really? Yeah. Did I ever know that somebody was being... Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, I have, actually. Yeah, many times. Yeah, and I kept my mouth shut because yeah. it's not any of my business. Yeah, many times. Yeah. But were you guys friends outside of work? Who, me and Mocha? Or me? Oh, no, sorry. Or, uh, no, yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, I have. I have been before. Um, I, I, have, I have been before. Outside of work? Sort of. Yeah. But I, still, it, that wouldn't change the fact that I would still have kept my mouth shut. And I'll tell you the reason it was a good, it was actually a quite good friend of mine yeah. that, uh, that I knew was being let go. And I got pulled into a meeting where a boss who trusted me when maybe they shouldn't have. And still I didn't say anything. Yeah. And the person who was being let go, the boss described them to me as a cancer. Oh, wow. That, that needed that needed to be cut out. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, you have some serious hate for this person. And the problem was, is that if I then went to that individual and gave them the heads up that they were being let go and it did get back to our boss, the hatred that this boss had for this individual who was let go would only have come back on me. Yeah, for sure. For giving them the heads up. Like I was, I was in a position of where there's no way I can say anything. Yeah. Like there's no way I can say anything. And then, you know, the, 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 the sucky thing is, is that you're either going to have to just act surprised at that point, or you're going to have to say, yeah, I know they gave me the heads up. I'm sorry about that, but I couldn't do it. You have to understand that. I couldn't tell you it was inevitable. It was going to happen regardless of whether I said anything to you or not. It changes nothing. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you so for much. Taking my call. Hey, yeah, thank course. you for your dedication for the past 10 years between Roz and Mocha. Who's your favorite? Uh-oh. Ooh, uh, gotta say, Roz, it's your coworker Mocha. Oh, yeah, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> and Roz knew about it. <laughs> and I knew. And I knew all along. I knew this whole time. <laughs> much love to you, Victor. Thanks, guys. All Have right. a great day. All you right, too. Brother. Later. Later. Next question. Cindy asks, has Dammit Mori solved the M&M's wooden box? If so, can we know what flavor it is? So there was a wooden, M&M's delivered a new flavor and they sent it to Mori in like a wooden puzzle box that you have to like move things around to unlock this impossible treasure chest almost. And Maury had worked on it for a week, and then he gave it to me. I opened it in 30 seconds. Um, I showed you, Mocha, what the new flavor was. We both enjoyed some. We did. Then we tucked <laughs> it back in the box, closed the box back up, and handed it back to Maury. Uh, were you able to solve the box eventually? No, and the funny thing is it's in my locker here. Yeah. And every day when the show's done, I try a little bit more. Right. And so now it's been like three weeks. I still can't figure the thing out. So the new flavor, if anybody— Wait. Oh, what? Do you know what the flavor is yet? No. no. Oh. oh, you don't? Because we told people on the radio, right? Did we not? I Yeah, you did. Did we? I don't know if we did. I don't think we did. Cover your ears for a sec, Maury. Oh. No, step out of the room. Oh yeah, step God. out of the room. We got time. Close the door. Close the door. Don't open the door. You say, oh my God, he's so aggressive with the door slamming. Uh, what was the new flavor? It was um, Nutella. Or oh, not Nutella, like hate. Right. What? No. Can you? What did I just say? I said, Maury, just, we will tell you. Okay. It was uh, hazelnut. Uh, thank hazelnut. you. That's yeah. what it is. That's what it is. And they were quite delicious. And I'm they not were. even like a big fan of candy. Yeah. But they were really good. Really good. Yeah. Especially if you love Nutella. Yeah. Well, as I is do. that what Nutella tastes like? Yeah. Is oh, it? It's so good. Never had it. Uh, B asks this question. What sound annoys you the most? Maury walking back into the room. Okay. That's the sound that annoys me the most. B also asks, what food slash drink can't you stop eating or drinking when it's around you? Uh, oh, no. 
Yeah, you can come in. Oh, shoot. Sorry, dude. I totally forgot. We've oh. moved on. We're on to two questions past yeah. you, that now. No way. What did I miss? Yeah, see, this is the sound that annoys me the most. Right? <laughs> okay? There's that's the answer. sound right there. That's that's the sound right there. The B, question, Dammamori, is what food slash drink can't you stop eating slash drinking when it's around you? Oh. I believe your answer is everything. Every, Roz, but, what's your answer? Salt and oh. vinegar chips. Oh, Popcorn. So Salt and vinegar chips. <sighs> I, I love salt and vinegar kombucha. Chip. Ew, what? I drink disgusting. a kombucha every day. Kombucha's gross. It's what is like that? I don't live, even know what it is. It's live no. mushroom bacteria. Yeah, it's not good. Is it? Yeah. That doesn't sound delicious. <laughs> no, it's they're horrible. Uh, for me, it's like, oh God, because I just love snacks. Yeah. Like mini eggs, the Cadbury <laughs> really? eggs. Yeah. Um, the Maynard, anything Maynard's, like the Sour Patch Kids, Swedish mm. Berries. Oh, wow. Um, the cherry blaster. You go for the sweet, huh? Yeah. See, I never do. I always go for the salty. Um, but also on the flip side, any anything chips, especially salt and vinegar, yeah. and also dill pickle. Oh yeah. Glossette raisins. Also, I go to Bulk Barn after the gym, and I get like a full bag of glossette raisins and devour those. Really? See, I used to eat a lot of beer nuts. Oh yeah, beer nuts yeah. are so good. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> beer nuts are so good. And also, if there's chips and salsa. I will just eat chips and salsa until I have no room left to eat anything else for the rest of the day. Like, really? I, yeah, I love mm. chips. Chips and salsa is my number one. I love chips and I salsa. I enjoy chips and salsa. I don't love it the way I do other snacks that really? I can like devour in, oh, in one sitting. Artichoke dip. Yeah, it's a, I don't know. Oh, cheese, cheese. Okay. Yeah, cheese is a good one. <laughs> this is such a weird question. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Are you ready for the yeah. ridiculous? Sure. Sam Johnston, I don't know what's wrong with you. Would you rather fight? <laughs> Would you rather fight yeah. one hundred duck-sized horses, right, or one horse-sized duck, and why? Would I rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses, yeah. Or one horse-sized duck? <laughs> I would say the one horse-sized duck. Yeah, I don't want to fight a hundred of anything. Yeah, a hundred duck-sized horse. Like, there's too much that could go wrong. Yeah. I mean, everything can go wrong in both <laughs> scenarios, but still. I think my odds against one thing versus 100 things yeah. are far greater. But aren't you afraid of the quacker? Like yeah, it's thing? Okay, so what would like what, fist like, a, like imagine yeah. like a, you have to fist fight it. See, a hundred horses, you could just sit there and kick and kick and kick. I know until they fly all over the room. But you make one wrong move and like they could all just swarm you. Right. W with the big one, you could just get rid of the one and then you're done. Yeah, but how do you fight a horse-sized duck? Yeah, I don't What's your strategy know. going into that? That would be like saying, How do you fight a horse? Right? I wouldn't want to fight a horse like take out its legs, and right? I certainly wouldn't want to fight a horse-sized duck. Like I would have to say, it's got to be in the legs. That's what you attack first because that's a big ducks body though. Yeah, man. but ducks have them skinny little legs. Yeah, I know, but that that skinny little leg is going to be the size of a horse leg though. What right? if you yeah, go underwater true, true. and then just pull it down? You fight. You 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 envision this happening in the water? <laughs> <laughs> then you just pull it down. <laughs> and try to drown. It's so weird. You're, you're talking about an 800 pound duck at this point, Morgan. <laughs> See, I told you this is a stupid question. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a hundred. I'm gonna go with a hundred duck-sized horses. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Really? Yeah, because I think that one. Like, I've you ever been bit by a duck? No, no okay. never. Being bit by a duck that's a regular duck size yeah. hurts like hell. Do they have teeth? Yeah. No. They. they well. Yeah. No. That's just that, no, they that don't thing. Have that, teeth. that thing that they have. The right. Bill? The beak. The bill is very like it. It doesn't feel good when you get bit by a duck. It really doesn't. 
So I'm going to go with, oh, man, I'd be so tired fighting 100 <laughs> duck-sized horses, though, man. That's exhausting. Uh-huh. <laughs> Remember when I said this is a real stupid question? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go with, uh, I think my odds would be better fighting 100 duck-sized horses. Now, if the 100 ducks are in the water, you could just pull them all down. No, but we're, they're horses. Okay. <laughs> Next. <on. laughs> oh, boy. Tony, dude, you're, okay. <laughs> question for Dammit Maury. Mm-hmm. Hypothetical situation. You make a wish, and Roz is gay for one day. Excuse me. <laughs> he wants to experiment with you, but doesn't want you to cheat on Matthew. Would you leave Matthew, your husband, for one night with Roz? Yeah. Wow. Oh. Wow. <laughs> wow. You answer this question yeah. like... Hypothetically. It's wow. not the first time you've thought of this situation. Remember, no, hypothetically. No, no, you answered honestly to a hypothetical question. You yeah. didn't hypothetically answer. I answered honestly to a hypothetical question, so I hypothetically answered to the... No. So, oh, I told the truth yes. about a what if. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's awful. I don't even know if I can... <laughs> Are you flattered? No, it's gross. No. No, you should never... That answer should never be yes to anything. Not that there's anything wrong with that. There's anything wrong with what? Leaving your husband for somebody else? <laughs> for a one-night stand with somebody who you wished gay? <laughs> anything for the show. There's a lot wrong with all of that. <laughs> Cyrus asks this question. If you could watch one movie for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, my God, I have two... Well, you can only pick one. Okay, can I tell you the two? Nope. No, you can only pick, pick one. one. Okay, fine. A League of Their Own. Oh yeah, that movie, huh? Yeah. All right. Wow. Oh my God, the peaches, and they make it cry. I cry every time when they do the reunion at the end of the movie. Oh, spoiler oh. alert. Never seen it. <laughs> um, Jesus, one movie. If I could watch one movie forever. What would that movie be? Like it's not like constant on repeat. Like it's that. No, no the like you, movie you, you, you sit down, and you're like, oh man, I feel like watching this movie. It's gonna have but to be a League of Their Own. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe, I, you know, I think that the movie that I've seen more than every other movie is The Karate Kid. Ooh, good one. Um, geez, if I could watch one movie over and over, what would it be? I, yeah, maybe maybe Karate Kid. It's I like the music in it. I like yeah. the story. It brings me back to a place where you know life was uh, life was great. You were a kid and all that stuff. It's nostalgic. It's not too violent. The the performances aren't going to bore me. But is it believable? I, it does. I don't care. It's a movie. Um, yeah, I would maybe maybe say the Karate Kid. You answer next, and let me see if there's another one. I would just say Star by. Wars because really? that's the one that like reminds me most of. Uh, my childhood. The first and, Star Wars? Yeah, New really? Hope. Yeah. And I know like the obvious answer would probably be Empire, but yeah. I would still say... Over Back to the Future. Yeah, Over Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed Back to the Future. Trust me, it's one of my favorites. But if I had to pick one, it would definitely be Star Wars just because just it just reminds me of my childhood really? so much. Yeah. But you quote Back to the Future more. Yeah, sure. When I saw Back to the Future, we were living um, uh, in Mississauga and which is just outside of Toronto, if you're listening to this and uh, not from around here. And I remember that my mom, we were at a friend's place and uh, there was this older kid who... Was a bully like Biff? No, no, no. We've been family friends with forever. Okay. This guy named David uh, who passed away um, tragically, but uh, he was like this... I idolized this guy growing up. And my mom gave David money so we could take the bus and go see Back to the Future. Yeah. And instead, we left. We were supposed to go to like the 7 o'clock show. 
and go and see Back to the Future. But then he like took me and my brother and we went into this like super sketchy part of Mississauga where all these townhouses were. Yeah. In Lorne Park. And he took our money and he's like, okay, give me your money for the movie. And I was like, okay, cool. Dave's going to hang on to our, our, uh, our, our money. Yeah, super and, nice guy. Super nice guy. <laughs> and then we went to this house and he gave somebody all our money and bought hash with it. Oh my God. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. and bought hash. And then uh, we just sat at a table and watched him do like hot knives with all his old skid friends. Oh my and my God. brother and I were like, I didn't even know what was going on. I never seen anybody do a drug before in my life. I had yeah. no idea what was going on. I'm like, there's a guy who's putting Play-Doh on on a knife and sticking it on the oven and then he has a toilet paper roll and he's sucking up all the smoke. What is going on right now? <laughs> Why am I not sitting in the yeah. theater watching Back to Thank the Future? Thank you. And when are we getting on the bus to go and see Back to the Future? <laughs> and then eventually we went and one of us, I, knew, I remember, had to sneak in to uh -huh. Back to the Future because he spent all our money on hash. Um, one of us, I don't remember who, if it was me that had to sneak in or my brother had to sneak in, but one of us had to sneak in and then we all got in trouble because instead of going to the seven o'clock, we had to go to the nine o'clock and then we got home super late and he had to stay out even longer with us because he was still a little bit high and could go home when he was high. <laughs> like my memories of Back to the Future are just like, are, are just, are horrific, right? <laughs> like just absolutely horrific. It was the first time I ever saw somebody get high in front of me. Oh no. And I was maybe like, when did you, what year did Back to the Future come out? 85. The first one. 85. Yeah. yeah. I was 11. Oh my God. Yeah. Sitting <laughs> in a kitchen and Mississauga. Yeah, yeah. How old was Dave? Uh, 16? Wow. Yeah, 16 maybe, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, anyway. Freaking butthead Dave. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> RIP, by the way. Yeah, RIP. Uh, let's move on here. Caitlin says this, if you had one extra hour of free time a day, how would you use it? Sleep. Uh, I would probably use it to um, to write to more. write, yeah. What do you write? Yeah. What would you write? I just, I write. I just do. I, I God, find are you it, writing a book? I find it relaxing to just sit and to just sit and write, or, or I just like I find that if I have, and we've said this before, if you have time on your hands, I think that you owe it to yourself to use that time productively. Yeah. Um, and I like to learn things. Like even I will just go and just learn about something dumb for an hour sure. that I didn't even know that I didn't even know existed. Yeah. You know? And that's what I enjoy doing. I like YouTube videos a lot. Uh, instruction, oh, instructional things. Yeah. I like, yeah, I just, I learn. Like, I'll just take an hour and learn something new. Like, when I'm sitting in traffic at the end of the day, because I take Ubers because I don't drive. So, I'll, oftentimes at the end of the day, I'll have like an hour to myself and I'll figure out earlier on in the day how I'm going to spend that hour. Like, what I'm going to read or what I'm going to write or what I'm going to try and learn yeah. in that hour. And I just, I like to be productive because I think that, you know, you, you sort of owe it to yourself to be productive. Yeah, Mori. Well, you answered already. You said sleep. 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 Yeah. Wow. But Weird. but yeah. But now maybe I could read a bit and then sleep. <laughs> My extra hour because I love photography so yeah. much. Like you, Roz, uh, I would either spend it watching YouTube videos on photography or yeah. like product reviews. Yeah. Uh, or that extra hour would just be going out and shooting wherever yeah. for like an hour. Yeah, I take my camera. When the hour is going to be though, like I mean, you're, you're all you, talking you, about no, like no, no, no. Yeah, you have to be ready though. Like yeah. that's that's because if thing. that extra hour is thrown in at three a.m. Well, no, and like during the day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like I take my camera with me everywhere, and I take pictures all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah. and then I'll just go home and you know look at the photo, and not for the purpose of like no. of posting anywhere. It would just be for my own learning. Like, yeah. what did I see in this frame, and yeah. how could I have made this picture better, or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, I really do. I really, and I, I, I feel that people need that. You know, uh, you need an analog hobby in your life, and I'm not saying that you're digital. I'm not like taking pictures and getting out in the world is I would consider that to be an analog hobby. You need a practical hobby in your life. You you need something that gets you 
where you don't even notice how long you've been unplugged for. Mm -hmm. You need that. And you have to detach from the hive every now and then. And and it's so important for just your own self-growth and self-realization. And you, you learn to spend time alone where you're not bored and you don't have to grab your phone to sort of, you know, fill some sort of need. Like we need that stuff. And I would encourage anybody to do that. Okay, next question. Damn it, Maury. Uh, you make a wish and Roz is gay. <laughs> Still yes. How many times have you wished me gay, Maury, by the way? Oh, I imagine every birthday candle you've blown out in the past 10 years has that wish. I can't know because if I tell you, I won't get my wish. Well, I don't want to disappoint. Also, I'm not that good. I was going to say, you just have to lie there. Yeah, no. I'm oh, not, I'm, wow. Oh, oh, my God. Damn. No. Uh, Michael asks, what do you guys want to be remembered for? I find that is a pretty good way to also answer what you might believe the meaning of life should be. Oh my God, are we doing this on the podcast? The meaning of life? What the hell's the meaning of life? Jeez, oh, Michael. What, you didn't learn that in the hour in the cab? <sighs> God, what is the meaning of and life? And Moore, you're not allowed to wish for Ross to be gay yeah. for this one either. <laughs> what do you want to be remembered for is his question. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Moore. Well, I just want to be remembered for being an honest Funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but, go on. Okay, yeah, go. go ahead. Okay, go. For being an honest what? Honest, funny, down-to-earth, trustworthy guy. You are none of those things. I'm funny. You are not. Give me funny. No, no, no. Because, no, I, I'm not even going to give you funny. Because if you give me I, funny, I'll allow you to have all the others. No, I'm not. I'm not even going to give you funny. Not when you lump it in with all that other stuff. Yeah. Hell so no. So if I just go with funny, you're okay with that? Nah. I need to be remembered for something. Yeah. <laughs> How broke you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How much you always smell like food. <laughs> so I'll be Your remembered. Hands are always greasy. I'll be remembered for my debt. Yeah. No, I no. think that I, I think it would be really unfortunate to be remembered for something like, you know, your height. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> like, was, I think that, he was really short. Yeah. It's going to say that on your thing. Yeah, no, I know. But like the, the thing, the, the impression that you leave on people, I think is, is what matters here. And, you know, the, the, and I don't know what kind of impression I leave on people. I think that I'm, I'm misunderstood sometimes. I think that people think that maybe I'm a bigger jerk than what I actually, yeah, than what I actually am. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, <Marty. laughs> but again, but I don't so much care what other people think about me. So I don't, yeah, I, neither I, do I. I, I, oh my God. <laughs> right. Okay. Maury, you yeah. care the absolute most. <laughs> yeah. No, I would say that, you know, you want, you want to, you want to raise a good kid. If that's your, if that's your thing, I think that you want to, feel that you stood up for something regardless of what it was and you were kind when you needed to be kind because you understand that being kind and being honest is 100% a choice and it's a very easy choice to make. Yeah. And I think that I want to be known for somebody who, who maybe found purpose and that I made somebody's day a little bit better or a little bit easier. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Not much that's more. Nice. Also hot. Like hot <laughs> AF. Like I want my funeral. I want like, you know, enough women from my past to just stand around and just like talk about how great I was. And just be crying. And just crying. I can't believe he's yeah, not here yeah. anymore. And Kat and Catherine would be just like, oh my God, what a stud he was. <laughs> None of that would happen, by the way. <laughs> None of that. But if we're in the dreamland here. Uh, the, the hypothetical. The hypothetical. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. It's a, it's a tough question to answer because you don't want to start thinking about your own sort of mortality. And no, no, no. Everything else, which, you, which is, it's again, you know, not something that bothers me to think about. 
but uh, but it's it's interesting because how other people feel about you is really completely out of your control. Doesn't it suck though that it's not until you're you're dead that you find out what people think, but then you're not there to enjoy it. Um, well, no, your well, ghost would be. Yeah, yeah, but oh, you can't really oh, remember that. Ghosts, huh? Yeah, you do. <sighs> no, because that ghost is not your brain's not in your ghost. Your brain, no, but your ghost under. still sees everything. Yeah, but it can't communicate it to your brain for you to remember. So no, the ghost is now enough no about you. the ghosts. <laughs> enough, Mocha. You. Okay. I would say that um, I'd want to be remembered for making people laugh. Yeah. Uh, for being thoughtful and kind. Sure. How does yeah. he get that and I can't? Because he is all those things. Okay. The first words out of your mouth were you wanted people to remember you for being honest and <laughs> trustworthy. You lie every single day. Yeah, but I want to be remembered for that. Oh, oh, so oh, so if you live this lie hard enough, then maybe that is what people will remember yeah, you for. I'm not saying I am. I'm saying just remember oh, me. Oh, actually, that makes perfect sense now. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> All right, every uh, single week on Instagram. Question here from Tony. Well, there's a question here from Tony. Can you Tony? read the question from Tony? Um, we didn't get to that question there. Uh, hypothetical. You oh, make a wish it. and Roz is get Maurice. <laughs> <laughs> Every week on Instagram, at Kiss925, you'll see a picture that reads, Ask Roz and Mocha. Feel free to ask whatever question is that you want to have answered. We'll try to answer it, and we'll also invite one of you to join us on uh, another episode, a future Mm -hmm. episode of the podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast, episode 79. Oh, also, by the way, rate, review, subscribe, share with your friends. I. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10. Kiss92.5.com. Or download the Kiss92.5 app. I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season 6, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency.